welcome back to Hospitality Queens podcast. I'm your girl, Erin. What up? It's Whitney. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, make sure you guys check us out on YouTube so you can see our beautiful faces. Uh, me and Whitney are rocking a bust down middle part. Uh, if you don't know what a bust down means, then I guess you need to be bust down on YouTube so you can see it. Bust okay. down, Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you bust that down. That was a that was a jam. We got to listen to that. That's gonna be on our playlist. The, Let me write it the down. Remix, the remix with Cardi and YG is my fave. Hey, maybe we need to put a remix. Y'all know me and Whitney coming out with our mixtape. So, um, period. <laughs> All right, what you drinking on? I'm drinking Riesling to that. Aaron's coming out with a remix. I'll be like the, um, I'll be her manager. But um, I'm drinking Sateau Saint Saint Michelle. It's a Riesling, and I hit a lick. I got it on sale at Publix for eight dollars. So, shout out to Publix. Shout outs to Publix. We love some Publix. All right. Well, I am drinking cocktail called Bourbon on the way. Crafted this baby in my good old kitchen. Uh, we are using the uh, Redwood Empire bourbon um it was recommended to me in our local specs liquor store uh, i always love to ask for recommendations especially since i haven't went down that whiskey train in quite some time and i didn't want to mm-hmm. get jaded. you know i wanted to like switch it up a little bit so as for recommendation this is what he recommended from cali um and so i made a great cocktail i put cinnamon sugar on the rim um, a little bit of cranberry ginger beer with rosemary and a cinnamon stick and we nice. on the way. Cheers. We on the way. Cheers. Mm. Tell me a little bit about your awesome week last week. Did you go somewhere any fun? Did you do something? My awesome week. My week has been a lot. I've been moving, so. Oh, yeah. It's been very, I don't want to say that it's stressful, but just moving is just a lot. I still feel like I'm trying to catch up. I still need to sleep a lot <laughs> because I've had a lot of like sleepless nights, but I'm pushing through. Um, but I'm like done with moving. So I'm super thankful for that. But um, so my move out date was Saturday. So I pretty much moved everything on Friday. But Saturday, I had an event for my store. I was a, a pop-up shop. for I was like a vendor at this event. So it was moving, getting ready for this pop-up event was a lot going on. So I feel like maybe the normal person would have not done the pop-up. Maybe, like, but I guess I'm just not normal because it added like so much extra stress on to my life. Because so many times throughout the day, I was like, why the fuck are you doing this? Like, it was just so much. Like, I'm moving all my stuff into storage. I'm moving stuff into storage, moving stuff out of storage to get ready. Going to Walmart a million times, like, making sure I have all this stuff. I have this list that I need for this pop-up. Like, it was kind of insane. And I did it all by myself. No help from anybody. Like, literally solo fucking dolo. Um, And... On top of that, I fit all of this shit into my car. And if you know, I have a coupe, a two-door coupe, okay? And I 
I was just so amazed that I fit all of this shit in my car. Like a six foot table, a mannequin, like chairs, two chairs, like bins and bins. I brought my like literal entire inventory because I didn't want to not have a size or not have something. So I brought every single thing, like everything, stuff to decorate the, I had, I literally had everything. So Friday, I don't think I got done moving, like finished, like unpacking and all that stuff, you know, just, you know, getting my stuff just in a space until maybe like nine, 10, maybe 11. I don't even remember. So I was in my mom's backyard at midnight staging everything. So I had like, I needed a game plan. So I had to, because I didn't want it to just be there and like, just be opening everything for the first time. So I'm literally out there at midnight taking everything apart, putting all my racks together, like just so I just knew how everything went. So the next day it'd be easy. I just knew how everything went. So putting up my sign, just making sure I knew how it went. I didn't want any surprises. So that was at midnight. Then I brought everything inside and I had to start tagging and organizing everything. I don't think I went to bed until like 4.30, maybe later than that. Um, so then the next day I still had to go to my apartment and um, turn in my keys, right? So I go and like, so before I get there, I like pack, pack my car up. I'm packing my car up, like shoving everything in there, like Jonah barely had. And then again, I didn't have a, not that I didn't have a babysitter. I'm pretty sure if I asked, I would have, but I brought him with me because it's the reason why I started my store was for him to so he could see me working for something and putting in work for something other than a business so Mm -hmm. I mean other other than a job so it's very important for for me to have him see me do this so he was with me the whole time so he barely had room in his car seat like barely because we were packed in there I could barely see it was crazy my car was jammed fucking packed but we made it. So I have all my car packed up. I go to the place and I go to the office. They're not there. And I'm on serious time crunch because I had to be there by 12 to start setting up. I want to be there on time. And it thinks that they'll be there by 11.15. So I was like, okay, cool. It just was like maybe five minutes. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll wait the five minutes. I can post on Instagram for like, for the thing, you know, Whitney, calm down. Like, it's cool. It's just five minutes. 11 15 comes no one's there calling nothing so you know what I was like fuck it I had this little envelope I just literally put it on the top of the door uh-huh. and y'all just gonna have to get it so I kept like as we I still had to go to my storage unit to get more shit to cram in my car like I still had other stops to do mm-hmm. so I kept calling and calling to let them know and they literally it's 11 30 like and they're not answering. So I'm like, you know what? This is on y'all because you said 11.15 and now it's 11.30 and y'all still not at the office. So they finally answer and I let them know like, hey, I was there. Y'all wasn't there. And she yeah. was like, okay, that's fine. I'm sorry. I'm here by myself. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't want no smoke with yeah. me turning my keys and y'all aren't there because this is this is on y'all. So that was like a weight lifted off my shoulder because that can be stressful. Like, you know, you're this is the last thing and you're not fucking at the office so whatever so get there and just god he's amazing he was on my side i had to make another stop to get 
cash for my cash drawer. So I had to run into like a dollar, dollar general to buy something so I could get cash back. Oh, uh-huh. So I go to get Jonah out. Girl, he's sleep. Uh. And Jonah don't take naps. And it's like 11. And it's like, it's so weird that he was asleep. But he was really with me all day Friday. And when I was outside at midnight, he was with me. He was up. So he was probably just still tired. So by the time I got there to like unpack, he was still asleep. So it was really nice. I could just unpack and like set everything up and he was asleep. So it was like a godsend. It was just peaceful. I was the first one there. Okay. Got to pick my spot in the shade. It was lit. So got all my shit set up. It was awesome. There's kids there. Jonah made friends. He was playing with kids, like running around, tearing it the fuck down, like in the dirt, rolling around, having a fucking blast. Okay. Like perfect. Look at he that. Had a, he, he had a great time. But it was still stressful though, like trying to keep an eye on him because he was just going. He didn't yeah, he, he didn't care. He was like who I don't Jonah care Savage. who you are. He was just running around. So um yeah, so he had a blast, but um the best thing for me was like just being able to like network with people because this is my first time like being out in an event like this just really due to COVID and I just haven't been able to like really be out like that so that was the fun part and I've done things like this before but just not for my own business so it was cool to do it for me and um, I bought some stuff from some other vendors so this lady these two and that's one thing like the owners were coming around and like introducing themselves and like dropping their business cards and stuff and I was like yeah I need to do that but the one thing is that one reason why I didn't want to because I like the shop and I didn't want to really see anything else because I know I'd spend money and I don't need to really be spending money I've been fucking spending so much money getting this ready moving u-hauls like I've been spending a lot of money so I was just really not wanting to but I did buy from two places, but there's this one place and I'm so mad. I don't think I got her card, but she had some fire stuff and I literally could have spent so much money, but I didn't, I didn't go back, but I got, their name is Royal Cosmetics and their Instagram is at Royal Cosmetic LLC. And they have like essential oils for men. They have beard oils. I got this lavender body oil. Mm. It smells really good. So you put it on like out the shower. It's amazing. It smells really good. And then I got this lip gloss. How cute. That is so cute. I love that. It caught caught my eye. I'm like, I got to buy it. I don't care. Whatever whatever it is. And it's like a vanilla. Everything's like vegan, organic. Yeah, it's like a vanilla something. And it goes unclear. I love it. So she had me, she had me with the. Yeah. Packaging is lit. The packaging. It was yeah, so pretty. And Jonah, the lip gloss that I had, girl, I had it on the table. I caught him with my lip gloss painting his fucking toes. Like it was, oh, no. like, it, like it was nail polish. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, I'm like, how long has he been doing this and I'm putting lip gloss on? Right. All on the board. Yoko mouth got toes all over it. Boy mom, boy mom problems. So I, I needed the re-up on the lip gloss. I was like, this high value. Yeah, perfect. but um, yeah, Instagram, Royal Cosmetic LLC. Definitely check this out. And then I got 
So the lady who was right next to me, they had shoes and accessories. And mm-hmm. it was funny when they came, they like asked me to help them. But first they're like, we're gonna need a man um, to help us. They were like, they had a tent. So I like helped them put their tent up. I was like, we don't need no man. We don't need them for nothing. Like we got this. But they had these shoes and this is like, these shoes are a wild card, probably not a pair of shoes I would ever normally get. Mm-hmm. But something about them, I don't know, told me to get them. So all right, let me see these. But they're shoes. like they're like funky and cute. Okay. Is this a cow print? Yeah, it's a cow print. Okay. But they were just something about them. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get these shoes. Like I and they're only twenty dollars. So I was like, twenty eh, dollars. I would have wasted twenty dollars on anything, but I felt like I could really make it go with with something like those new pants I just got for my store, like I could really make it, make it a thing. So really excited about those shoes. Um, and where can we find oh, them? These are, what's her name? Colorful Vibrations. Is this called? Oh no, this is not her. This is her daughter. They're right next to each other. My bad. I thought this was her card, but I wanted to buy stuff from her, but whatever. This is her daughter. Colorful Vibrations. She had um, healing crystals, jewelry. She did, like, um, foot blends. She was, like, on the spot making, like, blends and salts and rose petals and stuff for people. And I wanted to go back to her, but she was busy, so I never got to buy anything from her. But her mom had the shoes and stuff, and she had this. So I guess that's why I have her card, but definitely check them out i don't see an instagram but it's colorfulvibrations.com but she was lit hey yeah she had she had sage everything so i was kind of sad i was not able to buy anything from her because i saw a bunch of stuff that i wanted but yeah it was really um a good event i definitely made some really good connections there so i'm I'm excited that i actually did do it and i did not say fuck it (laughs) (laughs) your setup looked it good i was here for the setup you did it all by yourself in the coop with the baby i mean it's the hustle for me you guys you guys already know we love to hustle and that's hustle you could have you could have slept on yourself but don't sleep on yourself period yeah don't do that i mean i wasn't going to but Cheers. Cheers to you. And we have a we have a guest that just arrived in here. This hello. is Steven. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Hi. Cheers again. Salute. I made of a cocktail. This is the best day. Let's start, Cheers. Start the week off, week off right. Facts. I said today I'm drinking this whole bottle. <laughs> That's a good start. Because right. I haven't like I haven't had any like anything no alcohol no party favors like I've been like on the cut and dry when I'm like in focus mode and like going towards goals I don't like to really treat myself with anything like I don't like to smoke or anything like that I like to stay focused no tv so but after this week after this day I'm drinking this bottle of wine today you deserve so yeah, I mean, I can drink, but like everything else can kind of get me like off track. But me too. yeah, this ball, this ball <laughs> of wine is going down. <laughs> I love it. Whitney deserves you guys. Make sure you check out her shop. Where can they find you if they missed your pop up? Yes, it's my website is I can't even think 
Um, <laughs> it's the bottle. It's okay. We did it. It's 22230.online is my store. I'm actually wearing a top from my store as well. Um, and on Instagram, it's shop2230 and Facebook as well. Hey. But yeah, check me out. And my headband. Okay, period. Okay, so I feel like I saw Olivia Pope coat, but we'll have to get into that because I feel like I thought I saw mm-hmm. a peak coat. I thought I saw a peak coat on your rack. You got a coat? Something tan? Like it was mm-hmm. like an open tan? I saw something, girl. It was a mustard color. color. Okay, mustard. But that's for my, um, the body 22, so that's plus size. <sighs> I might can get up in that thing. I'm looking, but I feel time. like I mean I have I wear like a one X from it. Uh-huh. You know, I feel like size is subjective. I feel like if you can make it look nice, and you can make it look nice. So, I was actually thinking about wearing that coat with some jack for with some looks for the fall because it's really cute. It's so yeah. cute. It's so cute. Yeah, I yep, love yep, it. Yep. Well, you brought I up. I was like, what, Olivia Pope. I know. Well, you know, every time they have those picos that are like Olivia yeah. Pope's on, I don't yeah, know. I, I need a coat. I need a coat. Um, we are honoring men still for October, so we have a male guest today. Uh, I let him know we were honoring men. He's like, what does that mean? It's just... <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, we just I need to bring know, you know? Like, Hold on a second. That sounds good, though. I know. Like, and breast cancer awareness month, but hey, it is what it is. Yes. Y'all like the titties? Make sure we su- we have to support each other, right? Yeah. Do those self examinations, ladies. Go get checked out. Yeah, it's for real. Um, so you brought up some products that you liked over there from your vendors that had some vegan stuff. We have a vegan mm-hmm. guy here. Um, he also know how to cook a thing or two. A few. So, nice. you know, um, tell us your favorite vegan meal to cook. Um. Honestly, like what I do is when I go shopping, I kind of just grab vegetables, fruits, herbs and stuff like that. And then just kind of remix when I get into the kitchen. So it's like a vibe, just whatever I feel that I want to cook. I do a lot of pasta mm-hmm. with like sauteed mushrooms, lemongrass, a lot of herbs, definitely garlic, because I'm also holistic. So what I'm eating mm-hmm. for my body and just, you know, my mind and my spirit and everything like that. So like if someone requested something, then I would definitely, you know, put the energy and time into fulfilling a request, but most likely it's just going to be something when I'm feeling at the moment. So I'll do like a, I was going to do like a vegan enchilada dish. Basically everything would be vegan. And then of course um, the cheese would be vegan and stuff like that. But what I've noticed eating, even like heavier foods like that, you still don't feel weighted down. It's like you're, you're feeding yourselves. So it's not like you feel all bloated and stuff where you just can't move around. So, um, I pretty much just try to focus on like the small dishes, but definitely with the spices, the herbs, definitely the seasoning, of course, light on the salt. Unless I'm doing salt, I'll use like Himalayan salt or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's just like once you find like some kind of rhythm, you just want to keep searching and there's options out there. People don't realize that you can almost eat everything vegan if you just put a little time and effort to it. So like I'm completely Mm -hmm. vegan deodorant to my washing detergent it's pretty much the same price you know it's just if you want to put a little bit more effort or a conscious effort to it you realize like okay this is a difference and now i can live this lifestyle and living in california um i would definitely recommend a few restaurants if you ever visit out there in la it's called uh uh gracias Madre. 
And basically it's a Mexican restaurant and they do like crab cakes, but they use jackfruit or just like mm. VT. So like when you're eating it, you have to ask yourself, like, am I eating at a vegan restaurant? It's just like, I do the same thing every time I'm like, wait, this just doesn't feel right. Like it is, it's so good. Yeah, it has yeah, to yeah. be. They're fucking with me. They, they, this has to be really neat. Right. You ask the servers up. like, uh, is this vegan by the way? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's vegan. Are you sure? They're like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. You know, next bite, you know, so. Um, I definitely enjoy it. And then also you inspire your friends and just people around you. Like my coworkers, they know how I eat. So, you know, they're always asking me like, what, what, what does that smell? Or what are you eating? Something like that. We mm-hmm. go out and eat and I have to remix the menu and ask the server like, hey, can you do this on the side? And, you know, most of the time, most people are with it, but it's just a way of inspiring yourself and you inspire others. So I believe in health as well, you know, so. It's just a journey that I've continued to be on. It's, just, it's, it's definitely been awesome. Man. That's dope. How long have you been vegan? Uh, actually, I lost count. I would say about three years. So like, when I was pescatarian cool. for like at least five or six. And then I knew I was going into that wave because I started already positioning myself to go ahead and make that transition. And one of the hardest things was for me to shake was cheese because like I love cheese on everything. But I realized like... <laughs> Like cheese is like crack, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, like literally, I can just eat like the cube Monterey Jack. I can just look, eat it like that. I love cheese. Yeah, cheese and wine, you know. Like I'm surprised you ain't got the cheese over there. <laughs> I was trying not to snack today because I didn't want it to be in, like you know, sure. people to hear me chewing. But yeah, facts. Um, because I'm like teetering. I'm like vegetarian, vegan pescatarian and i might have a chicken wing once every other month a chicken wing (laughs) for real like it 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 really depends like yeah because i have a three-year-old who likes chicken nuggets and i i mean it's hard to like and that's not hard but like getting him to like teeter off so like if we get chick-fil-a i might have a nugget As long as that nugget <laughs> dipping in that right sauce, that's all that matters. Uh, you got to have the sauce. I mean, that Chick-fil-A sauce, like, come yeah. on. So that's what I mean. And some days it's like, whatever, you can eat it and I don't even think about it. But um, it's, I'm trying, I'm trying, but I'm in, I'm, I have a foot in each, each category, basically. Well, you know where your feet going, at least. <laughs> you know. I would say um, probably like last year. I decided to become like a, a lax vegan. I don't know if it's such thing, but for me it is. So I was telling a friend, I was like, you know, if I travel someplace like outside the country and I will go back to being pescatarian or if this beef was just, you know, like the most elegant beef that there is, then I would do it mm-hmm. for experience because right. more for that compared to just um, being on my regular diet. So I know if I do it, I'm going to go back to my regimen. So I've allowed myself mm-hmm. to open up that window to just do it just because, because it's not going to change. It's just the fact that I'm not going to just go to In-N-Out or go to wherever and eat a hamburger. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it's got to be a good reason, you know? So right. I feel like with that, I'm still maintaining my diet and just like my mental health and everything, you know, besides the point though. Do you like like Impossible or Beyond whatever, Beyond whatever it's called? Do you like uh, those? Me? Uh, I prefer it because um, the science behind it and what they use as far as the beyond, beyond Mm -hmm. was that before impossible, but I feel like the 
Impossible has a better way of seasoning and it has more of a real thing as far as like a, a flavor that you want and you can do more with it compared to the Beyond. So I definitely would go with Beyond. I mean, go with Impossible, but I also limit mm -hmm. that too as well as far as taking that in because I don't know everything about it. It's like, yo, what right. are they doing in the lab to make this feel like it's real meat? Right. You know what I mean? So you still yeah. Conscious of that, so I tried to lean more to like vegetables and um, you know fruits and stuff like that. And the vegetables definitely mm -hmm. not canned unless it's beans or something like that. So like all mm -hmm. my produce, I'm definitely buying it, chopping it down, you know, preparing it, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. I had an Impossible Burger last week because I was I was craving a burger, but I still felt really heavy after eating it though. I was like, damn, did they give me a real burger by accident? But I just felt super, <laughs> super, super heavy. And I was like, oh, I don't like this. You but that's how I would feel after like eating like a steak or a burger. I just felt like super heavy. But I don't know. Maybe I had, I had fries too. Maybe I don't know. It, but I don't know. I just, I've had two. I've had an impossible burger. It felt like I could eat another one because it just didn't do it. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> There's another place. It's a food truck. I can't remember the name of it, but they have an impossible burger. And I feel like that put me down too. It's so big. Like it's that's really like. The patty's too big, you know? Maybe that's what it is. The patty's too big because I like it really. I felt like it really weighed me down. Mm. But that's dope. I just went grocery shopping today. And I was really proud of myself because most of everything was like fruits, vegetables, like really, that was it. And that's why I went to Publix because I, I can't buy produce from Walmart. But, don't do but yeah, don't do no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. So yeah. I go to, I go to Publix for produce and then I'll go to Walmart for like, you know, household stuff or like whatever. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you did say you buy vegan detergent. So what kind of detergent do you use? Um, it's a brand, uh, what is it called? Um, all One, I think, if I'm not mistaken. There's a, there's all a few, one. All One. I can't yeah. remember. It's all seventh Earth, generation. Seventh generation. That's mm. exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh, then. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you can find most cool. of the stuff like in, you know, Publix, Ralph's, um, Kroger's. Yeah. That, yeah. And I just noticed a difference. I can never figure out why I'd buy like a fresh white polo t-shirt. And then by the mm -hmm. summer, I have this yellow stain up on it. I'm just like, yo, what's going on? And then I realized that your body is producing chemicals. And so the salt, the sodium from sweating and the aluminum that's in the deodorant is causing a mm -hmm. chemical reaction. So that's the residue from that. So I realized once I went vegan with my deodorant that, you know, God forbid, if I'm out there just running and sweating, then I might pick up a little odor, but I could go days without wearing deodorant and feel more fresh compared to just layering and putting layers on. So I realized like my deodorant was lasting longer. And then when it came to like my toothpaste, um, I started doing research on the toothpaste and, you know, sugar and fluoride, you know, why am I, you know, why they rec recommend us to doing this is because we can go back into the dentist with cavities and mm -hmm. a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. So, um, my toothpaste, I've bounced around. There's been like three or four of them that I use. I found one actually in, in Marshall's and it's actually a good flavor. It's a mint. I can't think of the name. I'll get it and find out. Okay. Um, yeah, tell us. Yeah. Love this, um, one of my, co so what's the deodorant that you use? Deodorant? Yeah, Tom. what's the vegan deodorant? It's Tom's. Tom's, okay. Um, 
one of my coworkers, she's like vegan, holistic. She has like, she makes her own products. And we were talking about that. She was like, if you're toothpaste, if it foams, then it's not really like natural. So I was like, okay, because I have one. I can't remember the name of it. I think it was by Burt's Bees, I think. Mm. It was like fluoride free and all that stuff, but it definitely foamed. Um, but I was like, damn, all right. But, you know, you really can't, you can't really trust these big brands. Yeah. They're going to slap anything on it, like whatever, just to, yeah. just to sell it. Um, but yeah, I definitely need to buy some vegan or natural deodorant and toothpaste as well. So yeah, I got to check out Tom's. I see it in the store all the time, but I just don't, I don't know why I just kind of get over it i just bought the tom's mouthwash though i just bought that the other day so i'm gonna get the deodorant next time i go to walmart it's levels to you know it's just like levels to everything it's like once you start Mm -hmm. you start digging you're like okay and then you look at the price it's like you already paying this for something that's gonna abuse you you might as well pay pay more to kill ourselves than stay alive and so like when i look at my checking account i want to look at that (laughs) all the herbs that i've ordered you know what I'm saying? Or just like if I'm buying groceries, then what am I buying, you know, compared to frozen goods, to snacks and stuff like that. And there's like, yeah. there's vegan, everything is just, it's kind of hidden. It's like, you really have to look for it. Like I figured out how to mm-hmm. make vegan cornbread by substituting unsweetened, um, you use unsweetened applesauce and olive oil, or you could use almond milk or oat milk. And it actually tastes better. I had a friend of mine, she uh, braided my hair. It was uh, um, this maybe like two weeks ago. And so we got to talking through just sitting there. She actually mm-hmm. just to me a couple of days ago. was like, hey, what was that recipe you said? And I told her. And then she texted me back like an hour later. She's like, yo, I didn't even know this. Like my cornbread is like fire. She's like, I didn't even know this existed. I said, I wish I would have known this a long time ago. You know, so it's what? Just, you need to share the recipe. I love some hey, cornbread. Hey, I just did. I'm in the south. I can write this down. This is free knowledge. Yes, cornbread. Yeah. We yeah. love some cornbread. Thanksgiving is coming up. That's your dish to bring. Some vegan <laughs> cornbread. Don't even, don't even tell them that it's vegan because they're not gonna want to eat it. Yeah, true, exactly. true, true. Let them eat it yes. and be like, you know, that's vegan, right? They're gonna be like, what? Yeah, that's how you have to do it. Yo. You can't tell them because you know how we go. We're not gonna eat it. That mind <laughs> is powerful. It. Yeah. yeah, we're not gonna eat it. That's lit. I'm really excited. Um, so wait, what's the recipe though? Wait, are you gonna tell us later? So we can <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that? right now. It's simple. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hang, <laughs> on, hang on. Look at the box. Tip, I gotta... right? Okay. The the box. So you still use Jiffy? Yes. Yes. You can use Jiffy. But is Jiffy <laughs> vegan? Because I don't know. Yes. Now. You still Jiffy, use Jiffy? Yeah. Hold on, check me out. This is cornbread. We ain't even going that deep with it, right? So on a box of Jiffy, and this is the thing, when people go shopping, they don't read what's what's in it. They they don't read the ingredients. It's something that I can't pronounce. I need to know what it is. And if it has everything that I know what it is, then okay, it's legit, right? So on a box, it actually says, and then I Googled it, it said, if, if I'm vegan, how can I eat Jiffy cornbread? And it gives you the alternate substitute. So it says unsweetened applesauce and either almond milk or oat milk that you would substitute for the dairy products. And as okay. and then look on the box, it actually tells you the same thing. So best believe I bought oh. that and ate one 
one loaf in one day because I was like, okay, now I've been missing cornbread and I couldn't do it. You know, with my vegan chili, of course, you know, with like five different types of beans, you know, tomato paste, the chili sauce and stuff. But normally, like even like with tomato sauce, like if you're making a pasta, if you read it, it gives you the basis that you need for a tomato sauce. Once there's all these other little names with an X or a Z in it, I'm kind of questioning, mm-hmm. like, what is that? You know what I mean? So um, it also like a lot of products now, they'll have like, they'll say gluten-free or vegan mm-hmm. or kosher or something like that or um, no GMOs, then you're pretty much in a safe zone. And they're all labeled. And if you look at the labels, there's a certain symbol that they use. So it's just like, they give us everything we need. It's just, you know, people think, oh, well, vegan is going to be a little bit more. Well, of course, but you you have one life, one body. You know what I'm saying? You have all this for one time. Like, why not go ahead and preserve yourself as much as possible? You know, to me, that's common sense, you know, but a lot of people... They just rather just go buy a burger from McDonald's instead of trying to figure out like, okay, I can go to Burger King, get a possible burger, but this is the only downfall is that, is that patty on the same grill or is it on the other side of the grill? And that's yeah. why, uh, but I've had to make that sacrifice <laughs> and be like, you know what? I can't be begging. You know what I'm saying? I can't be picky. Yeah. or you know, I got to eat something. I'm going to eat this impossible burger from Burger King, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, levels, you know, just as long as you're yeah. aware, conscious of what you're doing, I think that's like when you start improving and like everything else kind of falls into place. So. That's true. I just hate that all the Burger Kings that are here in Charleston are super sketchy. Like they're ghetto as fuck. Like, Burger King, <laughs> like every time it's like, oh, should, should I? Because I, I just feel like something I can get something of. I could get something from eating there. Like I don't. I don't know. I just need Burger King to like kind of do a revamp. Well, we yeah. talked about Burger King on this, on our live. <laughs> exactly. So they have this thing where they're like, they took away like over a hundred artificial colors from their food or whatever. <laughs> so that's cool. But I need y'all to revamp the, the location so they don't look like we're going to get something by eating there. Yeah. So I can feel comfortable ordering my impossible burger when I want a burger. <laughs> when you want the a patty's burger. not big, right? Instead of going to the other place with a damn thick, thick ass impossible <laughs> patty that's probably meat that's gonna weigh me down. So yeah, but that impossible Whopper is fire though. It Same is. Different. Bye. <laughs> I got my grandma one, and she was surprised. Yes, like, you try. You try to get me on like a waffle, but I just don't like Burger King at all. So I'm like, I just never go there. I don't like burger. Yeah, they even I told you they have the impo- they have the croissant croissant sandwich breakfast sandwich with the impossible patty too. Really? Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, croissant. try so, it. Try it out with the Carl Hudson meal. <laughs> it's so funny. No, Nelly. So you know how like McDonald's has they had the Travis Scott meal and then they had the Saweetie meal at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. So Burger King did the same thing. So they had the, what's his name? Cornell Hayes? Cornell. Hayes. What was it? Oh, Cornell Hayes. So Nelly. So Nelly, the rapper, he has his meal at Burger King. But they, because they're taking away all the artificial flavors, they their, their marketing thing is they want to give you the real. So instead of it being the Nelly meal, they have it as his government name. So it's the Cornell Haynes. You know his government right? name. They wrong for that. <laughs> right. His government name. So 
So that's their thing. It comes in a box and everything. So it's a real thing. It is, Nelly. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. I in the bird, everything. But I, I'm not good with names. I call this man. I called his name. I called him Carl. I thought I thought it was Carl Hudson. So I was strong or wrong. I'm like, it's the Carl Hudson meal. Like, I was Carl Hudson. Hudson this nigga down. And Aaron was like, are you sure that's his name? I don't think that's Nelly's name. But listen, you got to be strong or wrong. I was really then, confident. Uh, that she renamed him to Carl. <laughs> Carl Jr. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Carl Jr. I don't know where that came from, but but I was telling her like I don't like his real name to be on a meal. That's why he go by Nelly. Yeah, I would prefer the Nelly meal. I don't like Burger King. Your Carnell isn't gonna make me want to go have the burger. Like it's not gonna make me want to have it. Maybe Nelly would make me a little bit more convinced, but Carnell. I don't know, Carnell. It's the same person. No, you can't do nothing like that. Yeah, hey. Carnell is not making me feel hot. It's know? the same. Cornell is a cute name. I went to high school with a cute Cornell. That's, that's a cute name. It ain't working for me. I like Cornell. <laughs> Poor up. It's still the same person, bro. It just it's not. It's making me want to go to the drive-thru that was our thing so it was like carl hudson so then i looked up carl hudson's and i noticed that they were all white but then i noticed that all the carls in the black community use the k instead of the c mm. so i'm like why we we had to have almost all the white ones with the c all the black ones with the k yeah and we learned the thing oh that reminds me there was a cute one with the k we gotta go yeah, back we gotta go cute. back to that hey Crap. <laughs> Oh, we have a challenge going on right now. Oh, Our yeah. Challenge. So, are you single? Yeah. Are you single? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, you're going to join our challenge with this. Let's run it. What's up? So, it's shoot your shot forever. So, you just got to shoot your shot. Our goal is by New Year's to have a New Year's date. So, we got, what's, what is it, October? Yeah. Two months, if that. To find a date for New Year's. So we are shooting our shot to be like buying a drink for someone, which is pretty intense. Oh, yeah. How would you feel if a girl bought you a drink? I'd be bar? impressed. I'd yes? be impressed. See? I'd we, be like, you know what? You got something. something. You're like, yeah. you got some value in you somewhere because you took the initiative to change up the, the, the regular routine of having or expecting a man to buy you a drink. And I have problems with the fact that if if, if I meet someone, let's just say like we met at the bar, well, a man's automatically going to think, well, through this conversation for your time, I got to buy you something to keep your time. But if it's flipped around, that means like, okay, it's going to make him stand on the back of his heels. Like, oh, what just happened? You know, and that's, that's going to make him more intrigued. So y'all might want to do that. We It's on our list. Yeah. We have to shoot our yeah, shot. So our first male guest told us to do that. So yeah. see, this is why we, this is dedicated to the men. So we're learning. <laughs> we're we're, learn. we're celebrating you. Yes. So, so can see, we, we got the confirmation. <laughs> I like it. So the first step is to go out because I stay in the house. I don't be going nowhere. So I need to go out to a bar. Yeah, drinking wine outside the house. <laughs> outside the house. That's outside the, first the house. Yeah. First step. For sure. First step. But I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. The initiative already though. Men just don't realize that it's like y'all already make the initiative, and he just doesn't know how to react or read it. 
because we don't have the control. Y'all have the control. So that's already showing that y'all literally have the control. And so if he didn't engage in that, there's something wrong with him. Like, and that's when you're going to know, it's like, okay, you know, through the conversation. But if he's like, oh, well, no, I'll go ahead and pay for it. Then that's almost like, well, you're not even understanding what, you know, what she's trying to do for you. She's trying to show you mm-hmm. that you can be submissive in this way. And it's like a lot of men, I think they, they say that they want a submissive woman, but when they show them in a subtle way, then they don't know how to take that or how to react to that. So, you know, mm-hmm. don't make that happen. All right. Yeah. So would you be okay with dating someone who wasn't vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian? I would be, but at the same time, I feel like that's a conversation that is opened up in the beginning. That way we can mm-hmm. build a foundation because I don't want any surprises or anything like that. If I'm cooking something, I'm not like when I cook, I cook for everyone. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. but I will, you know, if if she likes whatever else outside of what I eat, I will do that too as well. Right. But I think mm-hmm. that once you allow yourself to think outside the box, then you allow yourself to grow. And so if you keep yourself in this box, then your mind's going to operate the same way. You gonna think the same way. You're going to breathe the same way, but once you allow yourself to like go for experience and try something, then that's an experience that you can have together. So as long as we have this open conversation and transparent with each other, I think that it could be a great wave and a cool vibe because places, some places it, it like I've been to vegan restaurants where you literally can just sit there and vibe because it's just the energy that the people are in. And I know places mm-hmm. that where people are not even vegan, but they go to vegan restaurants. So it's like, yep. You know, like allow yourself to have that room to grow, you know. Yeah, that's dope. I like that. Especially in our communities, like people don't want yes. to grow. No, they don't want to grow. They're scared of the growth. Yes, it'd be hard. It'd be hard. It'd be hard for them not to wear the bonnets in the airport. It's hard for them with chicken wings mm. go at two a.m. It's hard, y'all. It's hard out here in the streets. <laughs> not the not the bonnets. Aaron is not yeah. letting this bon- these Did bonnets. Did you see my oh. snap today? I sent her, yeah. did you see her snap? Oh, I snatched I it. I did an interview with this girl and she had a bonnet on today. In the interview? In the interview. She came in the interview with the bonnet on and I was like, oh my God. Like, Wait, she was interviewing for a job with the bonnet on? With the bonnet on. Wow. And if, you, if you, I'm not, a, I'm a bonnet in the house. I mean, granted, she was in her house, but don't, you're not going to see me presenting myself in a bonnet. Like, that's just a personal, that's a personal moment with my bonnet she came with the bonnet on and it was so crazy and she was like walking around her house you know and then she puts a blanket on i'm like this bitch is just comfortable i'm like we are having an interview here i can't even like she puts a blanket on she's yelling at her kids she's like i just had a baby and i was like you know i'm trying to be professional because i really wanted to say you know what i'm done like (laughs) I'm the moment you moved around in your house, put the blanket on with the bonnet. I was fucking done. You're like, it was I was a like, blanket for me. I was like, what's your available? She's like, oh, I'm free. I'm like, I bet you are. You came to your video be doing shit with the bonnet on. You didn't even have respect. Put a headband on. I would have, I would have accepted a hat. I will never accept the bonnet. I will not. Yeah, she could have put a hat on. Yeah. See, that's okay. a woman that doesn't respect herself though. Like. It's like self-value, you know, like if you have value in yourself, you're going to present yourself a certain way. Yeah. Like, what do y'all think about dudes walking around with do-rags? 
don't know. I feel like I don't really see dudes as, walking around with do rags like that. As us, what? I feel like I don't really see dudes walking around with do rags that much. Not maybe I'm not paying attention, but I don't know. I feel like I don't really even see that see that often. Would you let your dude walk out the house with a do rag to go to a restaurant? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're saying. Yeah. No. There's indoor things you're supposed to do and outdoor. Yeah. Where? Like, you know, it's like when I'm in the airport and what's some little fluffy ass slides that, you know, y'all got? What are them little things? Little fur all <laughs> like the fur. Yeah, y'all you don't up, like those? Blanket on, you know, walk, sliding, feet hanging See, off. I'm not, you know, I'm, like, I'm different. I'm not, I don't even really own like sweats like that. So yeah. I'm just a different kind of person. I don't really have sweats. Like if I'm going to Walmart, I'm putting on a whole fit. Like, I mean, I may have a hat or like, it's going to be a bucket hat. It's going to be something that's cute. Yeah. I just can't, I can't really, you know, I'm not, I'm that's definitely not wearing a shot. You can't take your shot looking dusty. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to take and your that, shot. For no, you be at the and store. that's just that on that. Like, right. so. And even my son knows, like, we're about to get ready. He's like, you can take your hair down. He says, take your hair down. Like, he knows the bonnet comes off. Like, he knows what's up. Jonah, like, like, you about to take that off, right? Like, oh, I'm taking it off. Like, it's not a game. It's not a game. That's so funny. But, yeah, but at the same time, though, I don't know. I feel like there's just some women that, I mean, maybe I don't know. That still be getting the niggas with bonnets. They actually Is that do. The they, and they're needy. How what does kind that of niggas though? What kind of niggas like? How does that work? I don't know, but they be getting them. Yeah. We the people want to know. I guess help us. I guess yeah. the ones with the do rags on. Hey. <laughs> There's see, somebody. For what everybody. kind of niggas are they getting? There's somebody for everybody. <laughs> so. So Sunday, so I work at a restaurant on Sundays, right? Sunday brunch. And this girl was like, she came up to me and she was like, so when did women, when did it become normal normal for women to start drinking when they're pregnant? And I was like, what? So sorry, this is like a whole other thing. And I was like, well, I know you can have a glass of wine, right? Like a glass of wine. Did you drink? Or you weren't or you weren't 21 when you were pregnant with Johan, right? No, I wasn't legal. No. Mm-mm. But did you ever have a glass of red wine? I think I had like a little bit of like a wine cooler one day, but like a little, but I didn't drink. I wasn't really a drinker back then. I don't I didn't drink either, but I have had friends who'd had like a glass of red wine, right? So I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. You can have a glass of red wine like once yeah. every day. So I was like, well, what was she drinking? Long Island. A Bloody Mary. Ooh! Poor child. A Bloody Fucking Mary. I mean, she had a hangover and she was fixing her hangover from last night. The pregnant lady, like our Bloody Marys are like intense. Like it's, I mean, it's vodka based. Like, bruh. I was talking with me about this girl that was on TV. She's like in a reality show. She was smoking cigarettes. Like her whole pregnancy, like a pack a day. And then her friends were like, not okay with even being around her because they're like, ma'am, you're smoking like cigarettes. This lady has six kids. So she was like, well, I smoked with all my six kids and they fine. And so that was her excuse to continue to smoke the pack of cigarettes. 
But that. Hey, Whitney, let me ask that, you a question. That's crazy. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Would you date a man that has six kids? I don't know. Maybe at this point. At this point, I mean, <laughs> no, sorry. the options are just a little different. She said it's been a, it's been a minute. Um, I it it it's like you said, there's levels, right? So, yeah. what's the what is it? Is it six kids with the me. same? What is would, it six kids with the same? Huh? I would feel like if it was if it was controlled, if he took if he took care of his kids and it was like a healthy environment I wouldn't have a problem with that because I know that I wouldn't have to push anymore out because I'm cool with my one so I would actually be okay with the six kids if it was a healthy controlled environment but if it was like six different baby mamas baby mama drama a lot of shenanigans then no I wouldn't be okay with it what man has six kids by the same woman there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. I feel like the same really? yeah. mm-hmm. they, but they so were married. Be okay with that and cooking and doing everything for six kids. I mean, what they would be with their mama though. <laughs> <laughs> they don't be with me. I mean, but if they had to come like for visits, for visits, I would be cool. Great. <laughs> <laughs> <Brady Lunch, laughs> I think I think I would be. I think I'd be a great stepmom, but I feel like, (laughs) right, it would be with her, but I mean, if they was going to be with us on the weekends or whatever, I would be cool with that. I would be cool. It just, it really depends on like, what is the backstory? Is he able to provide? Does he have a good relationship with them? Like, if he's a good father, all of that has to like, equal up to it being okay but if he's like a fuck nigga then no Are you talking like That's a t right <laughs> i mean maybe not maybe not maybe not maybe not maybe not t.i but what you mean if he provides I mean, everything but i mean what the fuck okay he is based off of what we know but what what we see as him raising his kids look how his kids are they I mean, all... his kids are great because I just watched 85 South Show and his son, Damani, was on there. Great yeah. kid. Yada, yada, yada. So, I mean, okay, we can say a T.I. He can say a T.I. I would be cool with that. Yeah. Maybe you need just to take kind... Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could do a T.I. Yeah. Salute. Yeah. Salute. Salute to T.I. out here in these streets. Yeah, I was just watching... Um, yeah, cheers to T.I. I was watching um, a young thug interview today and he was saying how much of a real, a real nigga T.I. was. So, yeah. I mean... We could do T.I. For sure. That's, that's yeah. it. That's it? That's Six it. is it? It's just... It's gotta be, like... They gotta be... I think if they can, like, handle the finances, I think that's a huge part. And if, oh, like, yeah. they have a real good baby mama, not, like, you have, like, custody of the kids all the time, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have shared custody. Yeah. That, that's a lot. And then don't be looking for a woman, just take your kids. Look for, like, a, a pan- companionship for, like, a partnership, mm-hmm. not for your mm-hmm. second baby mama. Like, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. And then there'd be kids for Jonah to play with. So, so that would be babysitters. Listen. I mean, after, you know, we develop a relationship, they're cool, like I trust them. Yeah. Hey, so we can have a date night. Hey. <laughs> I'd, be, <That> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be down for that. So 
I don't know. Would you date a lady, a woman that had six kids? Mm. I don't know if I could do it. So they all were her. They're all, yeah. Like, exactly. Me, That's so what I'm saying. Harder. Like they're all with her. Like yeah. how, how can you? How do you have time and quality time with her when she's busy raising six, six kids? kids. You know I just think like people that have all those kids are like batshit crazy. Like how do you have so many kids? I think like three is the max. They say that. I think three is three yeah. is a lot. Yeah. They say after three, it's hard to give each and individual child that amount of attention or whatever you're mm-hmm. trying to provide guidance. So, you know, mm-hmm. six, that's that's a triple. You know what I mean? Like, what time do you have with the, that person that's going to be quality or you can build with when the distraction is six times more than you? You know, so yeah. it's, it's harder for a guy because there are good good ones out there that probably do have four or five kids. And now they're in this position where they want something, but who's going to take on that whole load? Like, there's somebody for everybody, right? Just like Aaron's brother, it's stepdaddy season. So there's some dudes that want to step up to the plate and be stepdaddy. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. So do you think so? One is cool. One's cool. If she had one. One's cool as long as it's old enough to like be able. And I say that old enough. But, well, I say this, like as a baby, you know what I'm saying? Because that's like, no one's thinking about his sleep, you know, like getting up, going to work. If he's there all the time with her, you know, like he's almost the father of this child. So he has to be willing to be compromising and understanding mm-hmm. to like, this is going to happen. And that could be part of, that could tear up a relationship because a woman has mm-hmm. to realize that, I mean, the priority is that child, right? But some men feel mm-hmm. left out because he knows he's always going to be second. And so like, mm-hmm. if you're not sharing this child together, then how is he going to feel worthy enough to be able to speak his mind and she understand how he's expressing himself? So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's, there's levels to these things that we don't we ignore and we look for the surface of it. But once, it, once we get involved into this relationship and we're building and growing, like now we're getting hit from all these different angles because we didn't discuss this up front or you didn't know what mm-hmm. you were looking for. So what's the age? You said old enough. What's the age for I you? I don't know yet. Let me take my drink real quick and I'll figure it out. So I'm like, woo, D, I think like, I mean, like for me, I don't date any man that has like, it has to be at least like probably like three or four mm. because I need, yeah. I need y'all to have separation with the baby mama. I don't like close baby mom relationships it's too many soul ties it's just too much too much going on but it's also like you have to take this baby on because mom like women are always the ones that get the most of the baby like then the Mm -hmm. dude's gonna be like playing video games or something and then here you are well you know not the video games the video games and then here you are cooking you're babying the child you're the baby all night while he's like he might go out for a drink and here you are like stepmom in it and it's like that's a, that's a bit much um yeah. but i mean i love kids but i think like for it's it's like a it's like a mental thing i think too like you have to be mentally be okay with like that vibe mm. okay what if you met her and she was pregnant and like say like something tragic happened to baby daddy like he died he's in the hospital like something <laughs> he went to jail I know it sounds intense, but let's say he died because if he go to jail, yeah. that's on him. Like okay, him dying, okay, is totally and she's pregnant, and you meet her. She's 
Ray, like, would I mean, you take on? Why he had to die though? <laughs> I, I needed a really good hypothetical. Let yeah. me see. That's extreme, but okay. I'm cool with extremes because uh, okay. real though. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is yeah. it? Like, yeah. you know? Okay, she's okay. pregnant. The dude mm. died. She, but like anyone she dates, pretty much has is going to be taking on that role forever. Would you date her? She's great, or maybe you even knew her. Like she's a blast from the past. Maybe mm. you knew her from back in the day, so you already kind of have like a connection. Because I feel like once a man knows she's pregnant, they probably are out anyway. Yeah. So you maybe have to know her from the past, and then be like, "Oh damn, she's five months pregnant. This nigga is dead, but she gonna need somebody." But you liked her back then. <laughs> I would say like this though, mean? right? It's that um, depending on where we are in this if we're building a relationship, because first of all, I got to know where her mind at, because she might still be dealing with the fact that he's gone and she he's has- died, he's dead. I feel like we shouldn't use the dead scenario. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a lot for him to be I'm dead. With it. I'm with it, though. I'm with it. Like, I'm on my toes, man. You know what I'm saying? But on a hypothetical situation, okay, let's just say like, we madly in love. Um, this is when <laughs> I have to be, is, is this something that I'm willing to accept and deal with? It just depends. It just depends on like where we are. Like, are we living together? Are we like in two different places? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you just met. Y'all don't, y'all are not living together. Oh, no, no, I'm not taking that role. But okay, if she was like a blast from the past, so you know her from the back, like back in, you thought she was dope back then. Y'all rekindling it like you saw like Shawty out. Five months pregnant. Five months out. Five months. I don't think I was even showing at five months. So I was. Yeah, still, she might still be fine. She might still have it. Okay, for five months. Yeah. We're going to sit down and talk. We're going to sit down and talk. It's a talk. Drink right here and we're going to figure it out. We're going to She's going to drink her Bloody Mary. You are. Hey, it's going to be a virgin <laughs> Bloody Mary. It ain't going to be no vodka. Nope. With the vodka. <laughs> She's drinking her Bloody Mary. Hey, y'all gonna talk about it? Talk it hey, out. Or she gonna have her? She gonna have a red wine? She gonna have a red wine? How yes, about that? She'll have a red wine. wine. Or the vodka that was supposed <laughs> to go in the Bloody Mary. I'm gonna take that and put it into my drink. So she's drinking the virgin. Yes. Yeah, we're Woo. gonna start off like that. Um, we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna figure out like where we are mentally because this this could be a lot that I'm taking on. And I don't. Know yeah, what, that is a lot. Yeah, That's a lot. It's and a lot. I don't know anything about this child, right? I mean, this child's father. So what she's carrying is his energy in her. So now it's like, okay, is this like, what was his backstory? If, if his backstory was clean, legit and everything like that, and then they got support or she has support, then there's a strong possibility. If it's just, you know, if I'm just, if the, um, if the options are slim and, you know, we start building this vibe and we start connecting from the past, then there's a strong possibility that at my point in my life, I probably would do it, but it also depends on the age. You know what I mean? So like in, a, in the early twenties, you probably wouldn't do that. But as you're growing and you're seeing that, you know, what's out there is really not out there for you. And she has all the qualities. It's just this one situation that she's dealing with. Mm-hmm. Then I probably would just go ahead and just like rock out with her and just say, Hey, you know what? Everything's experienced and see what happens. If yeah. it don't happen, then it don't happen. But at least I can at least put effort into like, because my heart going to go out. So like I'm gonna feel kind of soft about the situation, man. Yeah, that's sweet though. That's really sweet. 
I think that is nice. I feel like that's always the problem is like, when I tell Whitney, I was like, no one ever like wants to take the risk on someone else's bullshit, but it's always vice versa. Like somebody mm-hmm. always wants you to take the risk on their bullshit, but they never True. want to take the risk on your bullshit. And it's just not like, that's why everyone's single nowadays because no one's taking the risk for each other. It's like one or the other. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, fuck it. You ain't did enough. Like Whitney's cutoff game is hella strong. Damn, like, that's, that's strong. It's strong. Like I call Whitney for my help with my cutoff game. Like mm-hmm. Whitney's my perfect. Me and Whitney have known each other for a long time. She's my person to help me with my cutoff game because I'm not good with cutting off like that. Because I just find like, damn, that is so fucked up. <laughs> She's savage. I'd be like, yeah. what? I was like, can I think about this? She'd be like, no, block. I'm like, damn, seriously? Um, but it's like, it's. I think it's like a good balance. But that's the problem we go through sometimes. Sometimes like no one's willing to like understand like, okay, she yeah. just went through a tragedy you know like we're so selfish like well she went through a tragedy i ain't got no kids i'm gonna worry about like i'm living my life and you you miss out on someone really great that you could have like helped along the way but you didn't want to take the bullshit because she's going through something it's pretty much like everything has a everything that you do is a decision and a sacrifice mm-hmm. so the decision that you made with her and now the sacrifice comes with whatever the decision you made and it's just like however you move in life is going to be the same way so you're right is that i think sometimes but the cutoff game could either backfire because you haven't allowed enough space to grow within that space yeah. so if you're so quick to just cut off and just be like oh let's shoot straight off the waist without taking time because think about it when you're in a relationship you don't really get to know that person until later on down the, down the timelines because these layers start coming off that person and now you they're exposing themselves to who they really are and normally, yeah. like, who they show you are up front is who they are at the back end. But we overlook that because we're looking for something that we want compared to together. So, like, when you're sharing a life, you think about sharing a life, that's deep. But no one put this into, like, perspective is that whatever you're dealing with from the past, you have to let all that go. So if you're so quick to cut off everything because of whatever that you're dealing with, that's something personally that you have to deal with because maybe you need to be cut off for you to realize like, okay, there's something going on with me. But yeah. no one it's me. Yeah. No, they say it's me. It's not you. It's definitely yeah. my toxic trait. It's my toxic trait for sure. But right. I'm working on myself to not cut people off as fast. Oh, are you? Do. It sounds I good, am, but no, you? but there, but there's some things that Aaron will tell me and be like, bro, like, fuck that nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? But my thing is too, you can't take advice from a single person because you're going to be single. Like, don't ask me mm. if you're going to be single. So, do you say that? No, not in the moment. She don't. What? She just, she, I mean, she, she helps me through the moment and then yeah. we'll go back. Well, well, we'll analyze it. Now I do, but no, this, listen to this. So, like, if your friend is telling you, like, about this fuck nigga, right? And he's t- telling you about all this stuff, he's not doing he's not supportive he's not there for your child he's not like you know all these things that like we need as a woman with a child and then he's continuing now, is this to the do conversation this- up front or is it like later on down the road now you start exposing these things that you need wait up front like it's like a, it's like a it's like all building up and then okay. it's a thing, your friend is crying and there's all this stuff going on. It's like, bro, like you're an amazing person. You're this, 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 and this. Like, why are you dealing with this? Like, 
there's a million other dudes that are out there that are that that you can be with so why are you wasting your time crying and being upset over him and there's all these other dudes that are out here so like you know so that's when i'm like my cutoff game is strong because i'm like i just can't be sad and upset and crying over this dude i just can't like i just cannot allow myself to do that when i know there's other fish that's all i'm saying Okay, so like when it's when it's like that, when it's like comes to the point of it being like you're impacting my my day. That's my three year old. My day, my my mental health, like how I, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. No one should deal with that. So do you start off as friends and then work your way into dating, or do you even use that word dating? into the equation if you're trying to grow with this person like would you is there a friend that you have right now as a male friend Islamic, that you would consider dating no (laughs) (laughs) you said no like no like no in a bad way or no like just no like all of my male friends are like friends that i've had since like elementary middle high school who are like literally like my day one brothers they've dated my friends yeah but we're like locked into their like my child's uncle like we're like brother the brother i never had type of thing mm. like so cross that line in other words no i can't even see them in that way like they're attractive and they're like handsome men but not like handsome men to like I want to like date them or go anywhere further and I've even had like a friend who he's like a day one like high school and everyone was like kind of always like put us together like oh y'all should like you know date or whatever and one time we like we crossed the line and then after it was like oh my god we did it and then it was like we were best friends like we it never went anywhere it wasn't like a connection it didn't do anything so it was just like we were meant to be friends like and that was that and nothing changed and that's how I knew that you're really like a best friend because we just continued to be friends and that was that so yeah yeah no but I but y'all were still y'all had already had y'all already built a friendship even though you crossed the boundaries that you were able to go mm -hmm. back to that Mm-hmm. and it was never weird it was just cool and then I even had a friend who I thought we would we hung out all the time right yeah and and I started to like him and I was like young I wasn't even like 21 yet yeah and I told him I was like I'm starting to like you right and he was like I just don't see you in that way but it was cool like I didn't take it any other way we literally hung out the same day and continued to hang out and it was it was fine but I just think that I was just so young I just kind of confused like just because we're hanging out all the time and you know da, 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 doesn't mean that we have to like be together in that way and we're still literally best friends to this day so I don't know I, I'm just happy that I just have those male friends that I can just be friends with and it doesn't have to be sexual do you ask them about like dating issues that you have or uh, about men do you get yeah yeah. do they like how do you feel that that helps you 
if you're so quick to cut off, then what are you doing wrong? Because I feel like that's probably why. Because they be telling me the shit niggas be doing, and they know. And like, Jonah, you gotta chill. You gotta chill. Um, we we live in Charleston, and it's small, so they kind of know everybody. So I have learned to be like private because they'll they can shut stuff down before i'm like hey i like him like just want to be heard that's okay though uh, it happens time to time the voice is powerful <laughs> but yeah they're like nah he's doing this he's that so they'd be knowing stuff that i don't even know so you feel like everyone before they get in a relationship they should have a self-relationship with themselves to discover who they are as a person for sure i feel like that's what i've been doing i haven't like so for example like how we were talking about the girl who's pregnant and her baby daddy died that's a horrible story (laughs) it seems like she saw that on netflix somewhere you know it's all right so transparency moment like I don't, I don't have any relationship with my baby daddy at all. There's no, he's not involved. It was just like a one and done, boom, I'm pregnant and that's it. Like, you know, so transparency. So I can kind of fit into that, right? Mm-hmm. So, and since then, my son is three. I haven't been with anybody. I haven't really talked to no one, no dating. I've just been a mom, just dedicated to being a mom. But in that, I've just been learning myself, learning what I want, learning what I don't want, just really just yeah. being with, with myself. So um, I think that yeah, is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Now, being in that space is because your child is so young that he needs your attention, right? Is that the reason why? I mean, no, I just, I think it's a lot of things. It's just how life has changed. It's COVID. It's, and really when I was pregnant, like when I was pregnant, I thought I was going to be that mom that had her kid on her hip at brunch at the bar. Like I thought I was still going to be out and about. But once I had him, it changed. Like I was a hermit. Like before I had him, I was a bartender. I was going out all the time, like out, 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 out. And then- I became a hermit inside. I was never a homebody. I'm like in the house. I don't go out. I'm, I'll get to go food. Like, I don't really care about going out. So I just, it totally changed everything about me. So, so that's, that's why I'm like, I'm challenging myself to like shoot my shot and go out because I totally changed. Like before I would go out, I used to go I went to Philly by myself just to go to a concert. I would just do whatever, like just mm-hmm. by myself, no cares in the world, super free spirit. And now I'm like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I changed. So I'm trying to like, you know, get back to like, you know, who I was before, but it's, it's different because I feel like I've, in a way value life more because I used to be living on the edge doing crazy shit. Um, so now I have to like, not, not kind of do that. So I don't know. I'm just learning the new person, Whitney as a mom now. Yeah. Sure. So you've evolved sure. and basically when you shoot your shot, it's going to be different compared to when you took your old yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be way, 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 shot. way different. Yeah. 
It's a different shot. Ooh, it's a different shot. It's a different shot. Cheers, cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to that. It's a different hey, shot. Cheers. I think from a, a like, shot. my standpoint is that um, to side note off of what you're saying is that during the whole world on the freeze and shut down and everything is that you had people that were still trying to engage into their old ways and you know what I'm saying their lifestyle I mean you had mm-hmm. people that had that shift and they were able to discover who they really were because they spent time with themselves and mm-hmm. so that's a part of evolving and like you were saying is that like for me to take my shot my shot would be completely different because I spent enough time with myself and I realized like I should have never been in any relationship that I was in in the past but I have mm-hmm. to look at experience to where I am now so now I can gauge for instance like that scenario that we use is like I'm gonna look at it completely different now because I look at myself different and yep. with that being said is that it's more of a mental stimulation even though it was always there but there's always that other around it but to build you have to be able to communicate and be transparent and I realized that my ego or my pride was a little bit more than it should have been and so now I know how to gauge that. Like, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about just like, like, let's just talk. Let's just have this open communication. And so, you know, like you said, when you take your shot, is that you can already engage in this person by based off of the converse, conversation from the get-go. And I think like what happens in relationships is that people, when they don't, like when they go into this rebound phase or they just want to, be attached to something or want someone around them is that they've never been around themselves so they didn't know who they are Mm -hmm. so when you go into this relationship you still lost in the sauce and Mm -hmm. that's where all these you know everything just starts to crumble but in your mind you're like oh well I really want to be with this person I'm really in love with this person but are you really in love with yourself I had a female years ago ask me she was like are you happy and I had to think about that and I was like no I'm okay but I see why we didn't click is because she asked me a question because if she's in a certain level within her mind and I'm not, how are we going to bond together? And so now yeah. through these two years, it's like, yeah, I'm super happy, you know, because now I've dealt with what I had to deal with. It's not necessarily past relationship. It's just you as an individual. Like we've been conditioned so much through society and through our parents and peers that We've never taken time to sit down with ourselves. And what I realized is that if you can be by yourself, you're stronger for me because the fact that we can be together and we don't need anybody else. We don't need anything else around us that we can build and do what we need to do as a, as a partner. You know what I mean? So I my point t- exactly. Yeah, That's why sure. I want a farmer for us to live on a farm out yes. by ourselves yes. and be away from everybody. Like, we don't need to be around nobody. Exactly. What do you think, Erin? I mean, I'm trying to get Whitney to come down. We said we're going to find her a Black farmer in uh, Houston. In Houston. There's plenty of them. We heard, the, we heard a lot of things about Houston. I haven't been like to party or anything, so that's one of our goals to go to Houston um, and check it out. But also, with being happy, I heard that like once she become a vegan... You're happier because sure. meat and all that stuff sure. can make you have mood swings and make you mean and all that. So, yeah. 
Definitely it really messes area. affects your ear. Yeah. 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 You definitely have like more um, clear thoughts and clarity. And just like even like with herbs is that um, it's like when you look at it, it gives you multiple benefits on how to live and just the benefits to your to your organs and to your body. But we're so accustomed to using over-counter prescription, which is chemicals. But mm-hmm. when you start looking at it, it's that it's more from a Western um, society, you know, Europeans and our ancestors been having these, um, they've been having these regimens and these mm-hmm. remedies, like our grandparents, you know, like when you were sick, you know, it was like garlic or oregano oil or hot toddies and stuff like that. And that's the connection when you're talking about uh, the the um, hypothetical situation is that I got to see where our mind is. And if our yeah. mind is where we can be compatible, then what we got behind us or in front of us is going to be easy to maneuver because we're on the same plane level. And I think that connection is more important compared to just, oh, well, I'm physically attracted to you or I like what you do or the finances because at the end of the day, it's like your mind is everything. And if her mind is not strong, you having to pull the weight all the time. And she can't help you pull the weight. What's the point of being with her? So that's why I was saying as far as just like the, the mindset and just willing to explore and reach out there and see like, you know what, let's, let's find the unknown. Let's, let's mm-hmm. do these things together and make, take these adventures mentally. And, you know, the physically, of course, you know, exploring the world or like you say, you want a, a cowboy or whatever a farmer is that you have to personally be ready for that because you will attract that. But if you're not ready for that, then you're not going to attract you and keep taking shots or cutting niggas off because you still in your own same boat that you've been in in the past. Mm -hmm. Very true. You have to be ready to receive me. Whitney, we're just talking about like being ready to receive. Mm -hmm. And I think like sometimes like I know we don't everyone's so cautious with dating. Sometimes you have to date to kind of learn that lesson, even though it hurts. I mean, I've been hurt a couple times, but I learned some really great things. What'd you learn? That's a long one. What did you learn, uh, Whitney? What was my dating experiences? I learned something from every dude that I've dated, but that's that's been a while. Uh, but I was telling Whitney, like, sometimes I like older men. Like most of the dudes that like give me the best experiences are older men because they kind of already went through life. They're kind of cut the bullshit out versus like younger ones or ones that are my age. They're still trying to figure it out, which is fine. You can grow. Sometimes people aren't ready to grow with you. Like they're all good with talk. Like my last relationship, he was like a great talker. Like it sounded so good on paper. Me, we were like rooting for this one, right? It sounded so good on paper. And then when it came to like the action, it was just not there. It was not there. It was not there. It wasn't there. So I had to really like, decipher because obviously you fall in love and like you go through the the thought of like oh the potential oh but the potential didn't come (laughs) like it didn't come like we spared we spared it we try to like you know work through it and I've learned that sometimes we try to like work towards something but it's not there so I like people that are okay with not having to necessarily start super fresh because they have something or they they're they already know what they want but that doesn't happen. Like everyone's on Instagram. Like if I know that you're like an Instagrammer all day, it's probably not going to work out mm. because I had that already. It did not work out. Like this dude was sending me like a thousand and fifteen memes. 
of like, oh, you know, this could be us. I'm like, well, why isn't it? I'm confused. Like, where's my trip? Where are we going? Like, you know, I'm ready. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I have to go outside to eat. Like, this could be us. What? This could be this us. This could be us, but you playing? Isn't it? And then I'd be like talking to Wendy. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what am I missing here? What's she saying? Cut that nigga off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 like, no, 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 real hard. But it didn't I work. did. I I didn't. I so didn't. Was, like on one for that one. You was on his court. I didn't, I didn't say cut him off till the end, to the very end. And I don't. It was so you good. let him last this long. It and was, this is your friend. He was good though. It was that's oh, how okay. good it was, right? Wit? It was good. I it was, let him last. And I don't when my I don't pry or I don't really like involve myself in like my friend's relationships. So one day we were talking, I was like, you know what, Aaron? Like, I don't really say this, <laughs> but but you know what? Like yeah. you know, like this ain't sounding like like it's it. Like I this was at the very, very end. So yeah, I mean, I I really like, give my friends space. Like, I don't like interject and stuff like that. But it was just like, bruh, mm-hmm. this is this is this is a lot. This is a lot. But um, I mean, there was a lot of like this levels. I just feel like, do you have kids? No, I have none. You don't have any kids, okay? But I just feel like, I don't know. He was just different and i don't know but i i i didn't i did not i was not telling for this i think i'm more i think i'm more hold on hold on hold on hold on why you question when i said i have none you said you don't have any like why why did i throw you just back like that no no because i thought no aaron told me who you were and i thought you had kids so i'm thinking you were someone else so i thought you had kids no not not in a bad way but um, God, no I think that's okay. I think my cutoff game is more in like not in a, not in a relationship, more in like the dating, getting to know if there's like major red flags like that. If there's like red flags type mm-hmm. of thing, because mm-hmm. like the thing is that when um, like you said, when someone shows you who they are, believe in it. So right. if that's who they are, then that's who they are. If you're not right. messing with it, then then why continue on but like you said you should get continue to get to know peel back the layers and yada 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 yada. you should do that but that's my toxic trick i'm I'm already thinking about how to stop talking to you and i'm working on it so it's a gemini in here Mm. it is i hear you stories so would you Um, die to bacon yeah okay for sure that would inspire you to like Keep your foot out of all them doors and put it in one door. Yeah, to stop yeah. eating the Chick Fil A nuggets. Yeah, yeah that part. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. But it's I think chicken is the hardest thing. It's the chicken wing. Of course, they <laughs> yeah. drugs. They put drugs in there. <laughs> it's the chicken wing for me. Because some because sometimes I just may want a garlic parmesan <laughs> chicken wing from Wingstop. Yep. <laughs> With that ranch Talk dressing to too, though. Ooh, with that ranch. And they charge Delicious. you for it, but you'll pay it though. Mm. Yes, because what is the 15 piece? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Yes. Like how they say, get that 15 uh, piece with that strawberry. 
With the strawberry Fanta and the fries. Ooh, not the Fanta. The all Fanta. That, all the, all the that, fucking Fanta. All, all the yeah, all the fuck shit. It's all the sugars. All yes. the bad stuff. Yes, yes, but I mean, that's, yeah. That's but yeah. But no, I, I haven't had Wingstop since like May, I think. I had it in May. Just so have you ever dated it. a man that cooks for you, that knows how to cook, that can actually like do his thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So is that a rule breaker? Like, if you can't get in the kitchen to cook, are you just like, yo, you gotta go? No, that's not a, a deal breaker for me. I like to cook. Like, I I cook. Like, I I don't mind or whatever. But what happened to him? <laughs> he he ended up having a lot of demons and yeah. stuff, and he actually ended up marrying this girl that I worked with. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah, he ended up bi- he ended up marrying, but he had like a lot of demons and like struggles with drugs and stuff. So it didn't it didn't need to work out. But but yeah, he used to cook for me though, for sure. Yeah, it's the cooking. Yeah. It's the cooking. Mm-hmm. Cooking is important. Stuff. Yeah, it is. But I think like for for women, it's hard to have that as a deal breaker necessarily. But that's your deal breaker. You said if he can't cook. Now, because I had to learn the hard lesson. Like, the last dude I dated didn't even know how to, like, cook anything. Like, nothing. nothing that's nothing. not a deal breaker? Well, at the time, I was trying, you know, because everything else was, like, working out. So I was like, you know what? Well, I don't mind cooking. Like, I can cook. But then I learned, like, it became more chores. Like, he was very, like, old school. Like, he wanted, like, the girl to, like, you know, be at home and do all this stuff. However, he wasn't making enough money for me to be doing all that. Mm. Like the money wasn't there. It's like mm. something has to add up. I can't be fucking riding dick and cooking and doing all these things. You call Whitney? Money. She would have said, don't get on the dick. Let him go. No, Whitney was like, okay. Like, I was like, it came to the point. Keep where riding the dick, bitch. <laughs> no, I was like, tell Listen. Her, for a date night and I still haven't got it and she was like. See, I don't, I don't like how you're trying to make me. No, I was helping. I was like, do it. I was yes. like, do a date night. Do stuff for him. Like, I was rooting for him. <laughs> Yeah, you were. You were rooting Don't for do him. that. It didn't work out. Didn't I was not. Out. I was not telling her to cut him off. I swear. So what y'all? So not. what you think, men? Um, what's the what's the top three things that men want in a relationship or dating or getting to like no? What What do y'all think as as a from a female? That the top three things that men want. Um. I think they want a woman that, um, like, has a career, like, you know, something if she's an entrepreneur or whatever, like, right, career-driven, right. a go-getter that also fits into one, um, someone that can cook, who can yes. provide for the household, like, all that mixed into one, and then the looks, like, sexually appealing, like, who who's are always with it when he's with it, like, you know, the sex yeah. appeal, yeah. I think those are the top three. For sure. Top, top three? Are you those top three? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm just asking the question. That's a good question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you submissive? I, I mean, I have a I have a full-time job. I have a business. I have my podcast. I I cook. I like to cook. Yeah. What was the other thing that I said? Fuck. Oh, sexual. and yeah, boom. I mean, <laughs> This is the thing that I've ran with my friends, right? Is that um, once they get married, they have 
we'll have conversations like, bro, like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, what you mean? And it's like, man, I barely get any now since we got married. And I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? And so yeah. that makes me question, like, do I even want to go down that road and go through that when where I'm at, I'm cool, I'm comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm good in my yeah. own space. But that's, a, again, it's a decision, a sacrifice. But up front, it looks all good. And then why why do women get so comfortable where they don't want to please their man once they get married? What happens? Where is that I can I can definitely say that that will not be it won't be. Well, it all- will not be me. No, 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 no. They don't all say that. Like my my best friend, Charnice, Aaron yeah. knows her. She yeah. has told me that. She was like, your husband is going to be so lucky. He's going to be so happy because that's not me. Like she's married. Yeah. And, and she's that way. I'm not, I'm not trying to, but listen. Talk to me. She tells me like, I'm, it's just, it's different. I'm, I'm just not that. I feel like I'm a... I don't know. Like, you know how they say men think about sex all the time? Yeah. Like, I think about sex all the time. Like, I'm not, I'm, I feel like I'm a sexual being. And I just don't think. You don't think it would something, change? Something would have to, like, tragically happen to me. Like, that's, tragically for me deep. to not, to not want to, like, please my man or, like, have sex or something like that. Like. No, like there was, I was in a relationship and I didn't like having sex with him, but because he was cheating on me and like he was mentally, verbally abusive and it like really brought me down and like I had horrible self esteem. Like it was not a good relationship. So like I didn't want to have sex with him because it was a bunch of bad shit happening. Yeah. But on the flip side, if it was like this is my person and we have a connection, mm-hmm. listen, like, but I feel like men don't no, realize how to keep not. it going. Like they don't know how to keep it going. Like if you notice like what you got her, how you got her excited mm-hmm. at the beginning, you have to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. go like as extreme, but you have to keep it that way. So if you took her out and then now you ain't been out in five months, she going out and homeboy at the bar is buying her a drink. She might get excited just from that. Like she right. might want the attention. Like women mm-hmm. still need attention. They cook, they clean, they they might get a little frumpy. That's your girl. Go to the gym with her. That's on you. And if that if you let that happen, you gotta accept what comes with her being frumpy. Mm-hmm. I don't accept <laughs> like men allowing women to get like extra big. I'm not okay with that. I would be very mm-hmm. much. But my it's not the man's responsibility not, but if for you're, her to hold herself accountable. Though, true, right? but if you're like giving me, like if you're giving me the the vibes of like yo, keep like make me want to continue to keep it hot for you. Like there's so, there's a disconnect okay. there, right? Like yeah. if she's so comfortable with you, it's because you allow me to be comfortable. Because you like whatever you you distracted all day. But like, see, you're placing blame. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not like, even checking her outfit. Like, babe, like I see them jeans on you. They extra. You looking snug. So reaffirmations is what no. you're saying. No, reaffirmations. That's rude, though. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. If it's coming for someone that like, if someone looks at you all the time, right? When I gain weight, I may not notice it. But like if someone's staring at my body all day and they're like, they don't say nothing, they're just like, Aaron, you I'm- gonna notice if you gain weight. Sometimes you don't notice that it may not be working out the way you need it to. I'm just speaking from experience. I'm just speak, I'm personally speaking from experience. I dated someone, we always we used to go out to eat all the time. 
perfect example. Eat, drink all the time. I, we never went to work out. We were not healthy. We were living hey. our best life. You know, 20s, living, living our best life. Having the best time of life. Period. So then one day, like, you know, getting out of the shower, whatever, and he was like, you know, you gained some weight. I was like, you know what, for real? So, like, I'm looking, you know, working on the thing. So, I looked, and I'm like, okay. I did a little self-assession. I'm like, all right, bet. Like, we've been doing X, Y, and Z. I haven't been working out. Like, here we are. Like, this is what it is. Sometimes you need, it wouldn't, it was not malicious. It didn't, it didn't come off malicious. You also know the person. It wasn't like a, oh my God, you're fine. Like, I'm aware that. It was like a, hey, like, I think you're getting a little weight. And it made, some people may not be mentally prepared for that, but I can take it. Especially, it was very calm. Like, it wasn't a, like, uh, it wasn't no arguments. It wasn't any mm-hmm. of that. Like, it was a calm it was environment. Close. Yeah. Maybe it was happy yeah. weight. But they say when you're, like, really, like, in a We were happy. Like, but I was falling off. And then I I was like, no, I need to make sure he know when I come out in these streets that every nigga might want to take a look. I want to make sure that everyone want to take a bite still. Hey, chicken Regardless wing. if you can have the bite or not, you need to still be looking. Maybe I don't want him to be like, yo, you know, that's still... Men do that. They really like, hard. Fat you up and of you're course. not hot anymore. And I'm like, yeah. no, I want to still be hot. Because their self esteem is low. But I want to walk to the bathroom. Everybody be like, yo, that's that? her. That's <laughs> her. That's real. Out, that's real. <laughs> to piggyback off what you were saying, though, is like, I dated, I dated someone uh, years ago, and I was working at a bar during the weekend, and they had the best wings here in Dallas when I was living out here. Wings were fire. What is, what is it called? What is it uh, they're no longer open, but it was black. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would have definitely put them out there and just like, you know what I'm saying, create the buzz for them. But uh, it was a good situation because they did like poetry night. They did like a, a, a uh, like a jazz night, R&B, Neil. So it was cool. It was definitely legit. It was small, black owned, everything like that. That's why I went to be a part of it because I saw the potential and I wanted to be a part of something that had like a good, a good vibe or whatever. But mm-hmm. at the time I was dating someone and I literally got, I feel like I got addicted to the wings because the way he was hitting that with that lemon pepper on top, I would eat 15 there, but I'll take 20. See, the, and the then 15 piece. 15 piece, easy like that. What you talking about? With a drink? Okay, come on now. Yeah. Out of there. So to keep the story going is I pack up 20. Because I know I was going to eat these other 20 later on. Because the way they was cooked, it had that little crisp on there. So mm-hmm. I just throw it in the oven, 350, about 10 minutes, pour them out. Oh, it's in the air. Y'all smell it. You know what I'm talking about. So a yep. couple months later, she's like, she's like, damn. She looked at me. She's like, she's like um, you picking up you picking up a little weight. I'm like, for real? But I, I was okay because we had that line of communication. And I knew what I was doing. I was waking up two o'clock in the morning off a fresh one, doing whatever we was doing. And then I wanted mm-hmm. to get the wings. So there is something in that chicken because I was addicted hard, like hard. Like I was addict. You know what I'm saying? I can admit this on on live. This is real time live <laughs> situation. I was addicted. Some in the chicken. Man, the flats too, not the legs, the flats with that little bone, you know? Okay, so anyways. I, talk, I was like, crispy, crispy. You know what I'm saying? Well done. Let's go well done with it. Yeah. I feel like this is going to make people want chicken wings. Hey, I want them right now. <laughs> vegan. Yeah. Your vegan chicken wings. Well, check it out. Listen. She approached me very casual, kosher, whatever. We're sitting there. She's like, 
And I was like, you know, I, I didn't even get offended by it. And I was like, I thought to myself, I scratched my head. I was like, damn, maybe I ain't being too many wings. And then, you know, slowly but surely, I cut myself off the wings and I started doing more workouts. And because when she met me, six pack, eight pack, whatever. And now it's okay. like, hi, you hear me? I'm out here. So then um, <laughs> I said, I had to, I had to rewind that back and be like, okay, you know what? The way I got her was the way I was. And mm-hmm. I don't want that to change because I picked up something bad that wasn't good for both of us and not just us, for me. So I had to mm-hmm. be self-conscious and be have more control of what I thought that I needed. And once I let that go, it was more like, okay, you know what? I appreciate you bringing that to my attention is because I wasn't realizing it because you got someone else looking at you is different than you looking at yourself. And we don't know how to allow ourselves to put down these walls and be able to, because there's a difference between listening and receiving. I could have just listened to her and it go in one ear out the other, but I received the information, I processed it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe you're right. And I think that's like what happens in relationships is that two people are not willing to check each other with within a respectable manner to realize like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not talking down on you. Like, I want you to be great. I want you to grow. You know what I mean? I want you to be the mm-hmm. way you were when we met because we would have never met if I was this person that I changed into. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, you know what, if like whatever from, from the sex part to the community, to the communication part, it has to be consistent or it has to just keep expanding because like you're with that person to grow more than not to grow. Cause of what they say, you can do bad by yourself. So it wasn't like I was going to lose this person. I was willing to change because I allowed something to change me that she brought to my attention. I was like, okay, you know what? Let me sit back and reprocess what just happened. Once I flipped it around from 20 wings coming home with me, they were still at the club because I was like, I'm not going to leave. These wings ain't that important for this person. Don't let the chicken wings ruin your relationship. Don't let it do it. But that's, that happens all the time. Yeah. Like that Food will do that to a relationship. I think relationship. Yeah. I'm like, she got him? Mm. How's this working out? How, how am I single? Mm. Like, what do so, I yeah, you start questioning yourself. You're like, damn, why not? Like, you do a whole because yeah. she over here not, she's slipping off on herself. And like you're trying, you're consciously trying, but don't be working out. So there's a company, it's called Sacred Roots. It's in Charleston, South Carolina, and their Instagram is Sacred Roots. And they sell herbs and they have all these classes for like herbalist class and classes and stuff like that. And they have an event coming up on October 30th and it's about food. Is it killing you or, or making you live longer? And I'm going to buy a ticket for it. Um, But it's, it's definitely like just, it keeps coming in my mind about what we're talking about, but really like is the food that we're eating killing us or making us live longer? Which, which, which one is it? Like I have said this on the show, if you guys have been listening, if you haven't, please go check out our other episodes that my biggest weakness is chicken wings. Like I'm very much aware that I have a chicken wing addiction. Like I want to go <laughs> to a wing festival in Buffalo, New York. It's on my bucket list. Uh, 
it's a thing. And I, I would really like that to happen before I transition over. Like, I definitely want to transition eventually to not like want those things. I'm just not there yet. Like, I need help. That's why I'm manifesting, <laughs> by the way, because the chef Aaron help. needs help. I do. Oh, yeah, that's what you need the chef. Yeah. I want the chef because I know that that person, like, I can be like, okay, you you make it let 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 me have a vision maybe or like you know what my palettes are and like I can let you run with it so I don't have that I need to get it out of my mind I'm so used to being served these like steaks wrapped in all this like luxurious amazing things that your girl gonna need some help honey yeah but you can still have like gourmet vegan food though I'm sure or whatever but it's just not gonna it's it's gonna be a transition and you have to know when you're transitioning like i'm used to a certain type of presentation flavors like this is a huge thing that i just need a little bit of time on and the chef will help them if the less cooking mm-hmm. i have to do the the faster it will happen for me i'm just saying vision board is popping mm. <laughs> like, it's coming I- to the end of the year i need to make a new one yeah, I need to just change the dates because I feel like I didn't like. I made mine for one year, but it should have been more like a couple years type of vibe. I feel like vision boards can be can be however you want. Yeah, I, don't I just think like they have to be a, a cap on it. Switch it up. No cap. Yeah, I don't think there has to be a cap on the um on the time frame for the vision board. Um, but I need to put mine up in my new space because I have a bunch of shit on it. I remember one time this guy who. I was, I was talking to or maybe he, we were just friends I don't know what to even say but he came over to my house and my vision boards on my refrigerator he was like there's so much stuff on it it's just so so much stuff like you don't think you should like take some stuff off I'm like nope no it's that's how it should be like there's a lot of shit going on in my life and this is how it is this is all the stuff that I want and it's going to fit and it's going to make sense so mm-hmm. no this is how it should be Agreed. No. Yeah, don't no take cat. anything off. I just want to add to it. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. Yeah. I want to add to it. And just keep mm. it. So while he's gone, because I want to talk about something when he comes back. While he's gone. So I had a Karen at my job on mm-hmm. Sunday at brunch. So they came in kind of late and she wanted a salad. But she wanted it. So our salads come with either pants or shrimp, fried chicken or steak. Those are the options for protein. But she wanted grilled chicken. So I was like, we don't have a grilled chicken option. You can get it fried. She's like, well, I've been here before and I got a grill. And I was like, okay, well, ask the kitchen. In our restaurant, they're very strict on like no substitutions or it can be very right. like little like substitutions. Chef. Right, Good. little substitutions. So I went to the kitchen. I was like, hey, I have a table. She said she got grilled chicken before. And they're like, no, we don't do grilled chicken. Like, no, no, no. Maybe she came to the old restaurant. She had grilled chicken, but we do not do grilled chicken here. So I told her, we don't do grilled chicken, but you can get it fried. She was like, no, she, I could sense she had an attitude, just no, no meat. I'll just have the salad without anything. Okay, cool. So, but I could still sense that there was something with her. You know, you could sense it from the tables. So one of the owners was there and I told her about it and she was like, no, same thing. Like, we don't do grilled chicken. Maybe she had it at the old restaurant. The same thing the kitchen told me. I was like, but she said she had it here. That's what she said. So whatever, let it go. So I didn't know. The lady asked someone else to, to talk to a manager. So she went over. 
to talking to the lady, telling the lady the same exact thing. And apparently one time she was there, someone made her like pan seared chicken. Because we don't have a grill to grill chicken. That's why it's not on the menu. And she was like, you know, that's we tell our servers that you can't do it because we don't have a grill. So there's no way to grill chicken. So I see the owner back in the kitchen. They pan seared lady, they pan seared the chicken for the lady. So as we're like, you know, they're making the food, whatever, the lady writes a fucking review. I, I just don't understand. I think it's so stupid. It's so dumb that you can't grill chicken. Like That's because you're stupid and you're dumb. It's if it's, it's not on the menu, if it's not on the menu, it's not on the menu. And that's just it. But she was being a, a Karen. She was being a Karen. Mm. For sure. Straight attitude, like I just, I just don't understand why. And people are so, oh, people are so entitled. Like, why can't I have it? Like, it's me. I deserve it. I need to have it. I don't care that it's not on your menu, but because I want it, I need to have it. Lame. Boo to the Karen. Uh, remind the Karen. me of this is scenario. Went to Studio Movie Grill in Arlington, Texas yesterday to watch that Venom movie, which actually was pretty good. I've actually never seen the first one, so I gotta definitely go back. But uh, that Venom, Venom 2, that's a Marvel movie, and I love Marvel, and I'm not up on this one. I've never even heard of it. Um, I gotta watch the first one. The second one was pretty good. Um, But we had to call the manager over because everybody was getting their food. It's Studio Movie Grill, so if you've never been there, it's a movie, um, movie theater that serves food. And everybody was getting their food, it seemed, except for us. Well, I was with um, my son's father and, like, his family. And so it was, like, a, you know, big group of people. And he don't handle service very well. So your typical (laughs) not great guest, that's him. And I am your typical amazing guest that you definitely want to have, just so you know, because I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like always like rooting for hospitality. So I will mm-hmm. situation if it's like within my room. So I see he's getting frustrated. He's asking like the person that drops the food off all these questions. And I intervene and say, hey, this person is dropping the food. They have no idea what you're talking about, which is most of the time true people. So when you get mad, do not come for the person dropping food. They're probably literally there dropping the food. They want to drop and go. You need to contact a server or the manager. Those are the two people that are going to have the knowledge of what's on your check. So she comes over. I tell her the scenario, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, isn't we're in an hour cook time. So my kid's hungry. I had popcorn, which came out a long time ago. Um... And my kid's hungry. Like there's several other kids there that aren't eating. So it was like, okay. And I told her, I was like, Hey, this is ridiculous. Like I understand we're short staff. I understand we need things. However, there's other people like, right. Like sitting next to us on both sides that got their food that definitely ordered after us. We ordered first. We were there earlier. And she apologized. She handled the situation very beautifully. Um, But she mentioned, you know, she's like, honestly, we are running a whole theater with four servers on the floor. It's a whole theater. Like there's multiple movies going on at the, around the same time and she's running with four, four servers. So it was really important for me to encourage her. I said, you're doing a great job. This is hard. 
and I understand. I just need this to be rectified because we have like it it would be different if the kids got their food first, but we had two adults mm-hmm. first and these kids staring us down and I don't got nothing to give. And <laughs> you know, I, I don't like my kid was like we also just left the trampoline park. So the hunger is probably on a thousand. And you're yeah. watching everyone else around you get like all the adults are getting food and all the kids' food is taken along. How? It didn't make kids any sense. food should come out first. And I told her, I was like, I don't really know how your production is going, but something isn't adding up because we have two kids pizza. Like I broke it down because I know how the kitchen works. I know what should be going, coming out of where I broke it down. And she's like, oh, you know, she can understand your girl know a thing too. But it was about the communication. I think overall mm-hmm. what really reminded me, it was a communication. I was calm. I got straight to the point and I got shit done. We got our stuff taken care of. The kids ate. They didn't hate us after. We had a good, it, it ended well. But I think when people are frustrated with something, don't be, go, don't go to the, don't go to the Yelp. You Talk get more with sugar you. than salt. You do. Talk to the person. Hey, last time I got this, I'm, I'm just not understanding. And then accept the answer that you shall get. You may not like it. I don't really like a lot of answers. I don't like them. I ain't gonna lie. But you do have to accept the answer that you get. And you have to accept, like, one thing I love about restaurants that don't let you modify is because they feel very, very, very confident in what they're serving. I really mm-hmm. love that. It is hard pill to swallow, like, if you're picky. And I don't suggest mm-hmm. you go to restaurants. However, like, it's very important to know, like, a chef really cares about his food that he's going to be pissed if you start modifying shit. I don't like yeah. that. Like, respect. Yeah, and that's how it is, like people be wanting so much crazy shit I'm like like no like can I get a side of this like we don't even have sausage on our menu you want a side of sausage you don't even sell sausage bro like where do you see a sausage patty on this brunch menu and you want a side of sausage patty we don't have sausage patties bro can I get some bacon we don't have slices of bacon like no you can't you can't get it I'm sorry go to IHOP we don't have that <laughs> go to IHOP. Hold on, what I miss? What I miss? What do y'all miss? It's, I used to be a chef, and I know, I know how these things can go down. When like someone, like when people want to order off the menu, how rude it is. Um, you know what? I think it depends on the environment in the restaurant because um, being in the kitchen before and having chef experience, culinary experience, mm-hmm. that you have to put yourself in their shoes, and it's mm-hmm. up to the server to come back and communicate with the chef or the sous chef mm-hmm. to say, hey, this person has these restrictions or whatever the case may be. Or if it's like, depends on the speed of the restaurant too, because there's times yeah. I've walked into a restaurant and I've looked at the menu and I've kind of remixed it according to what I want because I'm paying for this. Now I'm not going right. to make someone just being over backwards to fulfill what I want because I know being in that industry that it could be a problem right so it's almost like you have to realize and understand what that could cause in the kitchen considering that i've been in the kitchen it could slow up the process but it like i say it depends on the type of restaurant at a chain restaurant or something like that they're most like most likely not going to be with it but an independent franchise where the owner's there and the staff is like a culture and the family is mm-hmm. going to be easier because they want people to come back. And then not only mm-hmm. that, you can also create 
something that they might want to add to the meeting. I've been at a place where they're like, you know what, we're going to use your name or we're going to create something off of what you just asked for because we don't have that. Being a vegan, again, is that you there's 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 this room for them to expand their menu and they're not thinking because you know like you're what you think is what for everybody else but until someone mm-hmm. comes in it looks at the menu is like how is this going to be fitable for me now as you as life is progressing society is that i'm living in la so i have options of vegan um i have vegan choices but let's just say like in Dallas or wherever, where it's starting to become more familiar, they might not know that they can take this and make this or whatever the case may be. So I think it's like a, it's like reading the room. It's like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, am I able to persuade this person and the server has to be willing to like take pride in what they do. And a lot of servers now, they just trying to get the, you know what I'm saying? They just trying to get the tip. Like if you ask for extra sauce or something like that, Oh, well, I'm going to charge you for that. You know what I mean? And Ooh. This, yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Sorry, I'm not charging for no sauce now. I'm not charging but they for do. no sauce. They, they do. Real. Yeah, they charge. It's like, you know, why are you charging for extra garlic? Like, yes. Yeah, oh, right. no. That's the worst. <laughs> I'm not going to charge you for no sauce. Now, if you want eggs on something that doesn't get eggs, I'm charging you. But, like, not for no sauce. Yeah. Are you charging for they the sauce? Give me the sauce. You would think so. Please. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, and I that's the thing, like our the restaurant I work at, we don't have ranch. Like people always want ranches or fries and all that. Like I'm sorry, we don't have ranch. And they're they they're like flabbergasted. Like, you don't have ranch? You don't have honey mustard? I'm like, sis, I get it. Cause I like to dip too. I like my sauces, but we don't got it. <laughs> the best we got is some Dijon mustard. And I don't think that's gonna be good on your fries. So that ain't that ain't the same. So I'm sorry, but you don't have to eat these fries. We got truffle fries if you want to get that. Love truffle fries. See, know so when you have truffle fries, why do you you don't even need a sauce? Like if fries are good, you don't need ketchup. Like I never eat ketchup with fries. I think that's disgusting. You don't, if the fries are good, you don't need anything. Like, yeah. you just don't it's need like anything. But people are, right, you're so accustomed to, like, getting ranch and honey mustard, and they, they just don't get it. Like, well, you don't have ranch? No, don't we don't have ranch. Yeah. Sorry. Mm, that's a trouble <laughs> fries for me. Hey, talk to me. Hey. Send me a trouble fry. fries of fire. I will. Well so, Aaron, Aaron told me that you don't have social media. Yeah, I don't. And I love that because before starting my business, I did not have social media at all. And I loved it. I, I just, it was amazing. And now I have social media and I feel like it's stressful. I feel like there's a constant, like, you got to post this, you got to post that. And it's, it's a lot and now I'm kind of drawing back I'm like fuck it I don't even give a fuck not not that I don't give a fuck I feel like it should be intentional you post when you need to post yeah but I'm not on as much but I really want to hear like your hear why you don't have it and just hear your thoughts about social media first first of all I gotta take some stuff to the grave I can't I can't have all my business out there like that you know (laughs) 
like some some things is personal it's up close like mm-hmm. i don't i don't need the world to know how i'm living my life and i feel like social media is a highlight reel it's like everything they want you know it's like oh well this is where i'm at this is what i'm doing but do you really experience that moment because if mm-hmm. it, this is like recording the um a concert, right? You go to this, you pay top money, top dollar money for this concert, but you steady got mm-hmm. your phone out and you can't move around, you can't really enjoy it. When are you mm-hmm. going to go back and look at that concert? When are you going to go back and look at that? You missed a whole moment, you missed a whole experience, you missed why you even went. You went there to show mm-hmm. everybody else why you're there. So right. that eliminates the whole purpose of doing something. So like, yeah. if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do something with purpose. Now I get if I had a business and I want to use it as a marketing platform, that's mm-hmm. it, right. But as far as my personal life, that's my personal life. That's why it's called personal. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I tried it, and I realized that it wasn't for me because, first of all, it took my attention away from where my attention needed to be, and it was mm-hmm. a distraction. So like. If, if you're steady being distracted from everything, when do you have time for yourself? When do you really know who you are? Because you're busy mm-hmm. doing everybody else's validations for them to say a like or a love button or whatever the case may be. There's science behind why they why this is being engineered because they're studying those and they're realizing like we can control the, the mass population off of something so simple, which is digital. So. Mm-hmm. We live in this fantasy life and once you become aware and conscious of what you're doing and how you're living you don't have to live according to society you don't have to live according to someone conditioning you you condition yourself so yeah i kind of tapped into if 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 i had a, a purposeful reason to be on there like again like i said with a business or to promote something I probably wouldn't even do it. I'd hire someone else to do it because right. it's just a, it's a distraction. So I tried it and it just wasn't me. I didn't get anything out of, you know, it's just like watching TV. Like I don't watch TV because mm-hmm. like when I'm mm-hmm. watching it, I'm like, does it, what am I going to use from watching this? And I feel like anything that I do, I need, I need to benefit off of it. And it's just mm-hmm. like you have a friend or whoever you're not trying to be an opportunist. You're trying to create an opportunity within. And so when you're growing or when you're trying to find yourself and you have all these things around you and you mentioned you move, right? I have a storage mm-hmm. that I've been paying for two years and I've been, mm-hmm. I, I haven't missed anything that's in that storage, but I made value of that when I had it. Once I released myself from that and I moved on and turned over a whole new leaf and continue my life to evolve, I realized that I didn't need any of that. But people mm-hmm. people want to be attached to something. People want to know, like, look at me or, you know, judge me or value me. But my own judgment is myself. And once I realized that, it's like, I don't need any of this around. Me. And it's all about control, you know what I mean? So I would never, I would never involve myself into any kind of social media like that. That's major facts. As I was passing, I'm like, I don't need none of this shit. Like, no. seriously. I'm like, all these t-shirts I have, like, all this shit. I'm like, I just need to donate it to someone who needs it. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't need any of this. Like, and I donated already so much stuff. And I need to donate so much more. But you're right. Like, I don't need any of it. 
everything that we, really don't. we don't need you know yeah yeah and it's yeah. you know it's like i think it, it just comes with when you start growing naturally and it and, mm-hmm. and not force on you then you start seeing what you need to be seen because we've been blind our whole life and we've mm-hmm. been to the system that was not made for us it was made for them and um it's just stepping out of your own self and looking at you and trying to figure out like who am i like what what is my purpose how can you find mm-hmm. your purpose if you're if your subconscious mind is looking to fulfill somebody else's purpose because these people on social media they don't know nothing about you they really not don't. a thing no nothing no. so thinking about it like before social media there were brands and businesses that were able to be successful without this. So like you can, you can be successful without Instagram, without Facebook, without any of that, because all you have to do is talk to people, Mm -hmm. talk to them, create relationships with them and do all that. You don't need that. And when I was at the thing on Saturday, everyone's like, do you have Instagram? Are you Instagram? I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) like, I'm on Instagram, but like, I'm here with you right now. Like, you know, but everybody, everyone asked, do you have an Instagram? Every single person. I'm like, yeah, I do. But like, but you got me. You got all my shit right here. I'm right like, here. What's up? <laughs> you can buy it? Yeah. Like, you can buy it today right here. You don't need Instagram. You don't need any of that. You don't need to see my feed. Nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's how we're conditioned. Yeah, we're the, conditioned. And just think about it. Think. Followers, like okay, so mm-hmm. I might have 100 followers, and then I look at myself like, damn, bro, you're kind of lame, you're kind of whack because you only have 100 followers, and then you start comparing yourself to everybody else. So you never mm-hmm. give yourself that self validation or gratitude to realize like you are great, you are doing what you need to do. But when you, well, why do I need a follower? Why I want people to follow me? Like I rather be my own leader or build my own self to where I don't need anything else. I don't need, but we're taught to have everything around us. And I was, you know, it's like, again, my storage, I was taught to have these things. I made value of something that didn't even have value. And Mm -hmm. so Instagram or social media is that, why am I following this person? Like I shouldn't be following anyone. I should be my own leader. I should have a queen, you know, Y'all should have a king, and then that's that's mm-hmm. it. Like it should be simple, but everything is broken down to labels. And the deeper it gets, is before you before you know it, is like you're not even attached to yourself. You don't even know who you are because mm-hmm. you take a picture and you put all these filters on there. So now you're just a filter. I don't that's even true because that because that Paris filter on the Instagram story is fire. So. And try that one. You're right. It yeah. makes you think like you have to swipe right for that Paris filter before you yeah. post. And it's fucking, it's like, it fucks with their mind. Like you need yeah. that filter before you post. But she you're said not. about to try it out. <laughs> you don't know the Paris filter? You don't know the Paris filter? Oh no, God. I like that Pierre Insta- girl. That's on it. Instagram story, it's the Paris filter. And see, I'm, I'm fucking everybody up. The Paris filter. It just smooths everything out. So take a picture. Wait, and wait, swipe. wait. Isn't it, isn't you supposed to get at the bottom here? No, just swipe. Just take the picture and swipe. Oh, okay, okay. It's the first filter. All right, let's see. 
Oh, I get See? it. Coming to me, See? I know. It just, it just says a smooth. I thought out. it was like a, you know, when you do the thing. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't need the ones at the bottom. It's just a smooth out, and I just put the Paris filter on everything. But it fucks with you because that's not that's not really that's you. not you when you that, that's not you because when you see Paris, there's no there's yeah. no Paris there's nothing no. it's just it's just it's, just it's a fantasy world we live in a fantasy right. world right it's it's fucked up it yeah. really is it, it is. really is so I was thinking today like should we just say fuck Instagram basically Monday fuck Instagram. We just every from, Monday, we mostly every promote Monday. our our, Insta, our podcast from it, um, but I continue. I will still want to post our podcast because I want you. I mean, yeah, efforts that like, like watch that to remember to continue to listen. Um, yeah. But I don't post like that. You already know I've not been doing very well, especially this weekend. I've not doing very well, but you got what you got, and you like what you got. And think about this. I feel man. Um, like what they got. Like me personally, is that when it comes to dating, I will ask that question. It's like, are you a regular on social media? Because I know where your time and your energy is spent. If you're not mm. spending on yourself, reading, gaining knowledge, or uh, evolving or being great, where's your time and your attention spent going to? It's going to everyone else but you. So the thing is, is like mm-hmm. that's, that's a conversation I have up front before I take my shot. Bang. So the thing is, is like if you can't have a question on that, we need to elaborate. So though. you don't so wait, wait, wait. So going back to TV, you don't watch no TV at all. Like no, no TV, no zero TV. TV. No, I've never really watched any TV. Okay. Netflix so, okay. is different, right? Netflix, like if I watch Netflix, like TV, like regular TV, like I can control yeah. what I want to watch. Okay, so that's what I mean. Like, t- like TV to me is like Netflix or Hulu. A bare minimum. Like, okay, I can I can sit in a because hotel I, and never turn the TV on. I beg to differ because there's a show on Hulu. It's the um, fuck, what is it called? It's the Wu Tang show. It's it's about like Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, it's like they're like early beginnings. It's it's called the American Saga, the Wu Tang mm-hmm. Wu Tang series. Mm-hmm. And I did learn something from that because it was. They were talking about uh, RZA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in in New York, and they kept showing like um, the five percenters, right? And like yes. the Nation of Islam, right? Yes. And yes. how when he started reading the book, how that changed his life. And because I saw that on the show, I found I found the book and I bought it, and I started like reading it and like reading it to my son. And I feel like I did learn something that was. Yes influential because i watched the show that wasn't the first time i heard about the book and the nation of islam but like Mm -hmm. seeing it in that way in like a way that translated to me Mm -hmm. it made me buy the book Mm -hmm. so i feel like they're depending on what you watch and i guess maybe your mindset it Mm -hmm. can have like a a positive effect on your life so i'm not watching like love and hip-hop and shit like that but i'm not yeah, that was like a, a different thing that like I did learn about. Like I'm not like Islam or anything like that, but I right. just feel like if you read the book, it just has life values in it that anyone right. could like live off of, really. Because it's, okay. it's like positive, positive affirmations that you can read to yourself and like you know things like mm-hmm. that that you can take 
into your life being a supreme being and stuff like that but sure so um, but yeah to um to relate to that is that if i do allow myself to tune in and give my energy to something on tv that they control and that's why it's called television you know what i mean Mm -hmm. television um Mm -hmm. i i'm definitely conscious of what i choose to watch right Mm -hmm. so watch something i need to gain something out of it and it goes back to whatever i do or whatever i choose to or how i choose to live my life is what purpose so if Mm -hmm. i'm gonna watch then I got to get some kind of content or substance out of it. So I would definitely tune into something like that because I know the origin of who they are and the character right. of these people, right? But as far as just indulging into something that is not beneficial to me or to someone I'm around, I'm not going to entertain it because most of the stuff on TV is entertainment. So you know, mm-hmm. we do have the option. And there's becoming more of a platform of conscious content and people to enlighten you to be better. And I think this way mm-hmm. shifted to where we can tap in more and get a better, deeper insight of like our culture or from mm-hmm. something that like will inspire you to do. Right. I would be all for that. And um, there's a film I did uh, two years ago with a good friend of mine here in Dallas. It's called Man. And we've won like a lot of awards and I play a teacher in it. And mm-hmm. to say something is that um, basically we did it without any kind of expectations, right? But mm-hmm. my my best friend, we, we shot it and it was low budget, meaning that we basically built it out of a garage and we've won multiple awards. We've won like over 20 awards out of 35 films from urban overseas wow. and stuff like that. And what I told him is that I'd rather, even though I'm living in L.A. and I'm right there in Hollywood, I'd rather mm-hmm. be a part of something that can move people and to open your eye instead of like just putting the vision in front of your eyes and tell a story. I'd rather be a part of something that's impactful to me and to society, and to the culture, compared to just doing something for a check, right? So the thing is, yep. you walk away from this film it leaves you thinking, it leaves you, it, it, it pushes you, it, it has a way of changing your your insight to society and to what's really going on. So I'd rather be a part of something that's organic and raw compared to something that's like fabricated and made up. Mm-hmm. So there is that, there is that fine line of what I choose to watch. And mostly it would be like a documentary or something that you mentioned to where mm-hmm. I can I could walk away and be like, okay, you know what? I'm cool watching that. I'm cool giving mm-hmm. my energy to because the fact that it's not like some pettiness, like you said, hip hop in Atlanta, you know, the stuff that mm-hmm. they show our people. And now it's like, we have other things to show. We have other good sides. We have way more to expose to the world than yeah. what they want us to expose. So I don't want to be a part of that following group. We want to create something like I rather really create and not get rich and create for the richness of my mind and my soul compared to for someone else getting a check. So, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that, that. So what's like. So you did you like are you from Dallas, like 
from Dallas? I was born. I was born in Texas. I grew up in Nashville, and then I uh, lived in California, and then I spent twenty years here in Dallas. Wow! And then you're back in California. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 So you're like in LA, LA. Yeah, I'm in LA, LA with the weirdos. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like Not all of them, but. Yeah, you hear like it's shady. Like I've been to California, but I was in San Francisco. I never been. To, like, it's different. Angeles. Yeah, it's different. It's super it's different. different. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what's your like favorite thing about living in LA? The the fact that you have it depends on where you are in life, right? So I've been mm-hmm. out there in my twenties where I I explored the nightlife and being caught up in the scene and. Mm-hmm. You know, not knowing who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm away as I'm growing and now I'm back is that I treat it different. I don't have to be a part of something. Back then, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to be a part of something and be accepted and have a whole bunch of people around me. Now I'm at the point, it's like, if I can count my friends on both of my hands and know that they're still going to be down for me and I can go wherever I want to go and still go on this journey, spiritual, whatever you want to call it, then it's great. What I like most about it is that you're able to do whatever you want to do. You're able to branch out and not have any restrictions as far as the Southern mentality or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, nature. So like I spend a lot of time in nature, like hiking. And when I get to the top of a mountain, I look at the bottom, like if I can do this physically, I can do anything mentally. So I take what I do and apply it to like the way I see life. And the beautiful thing about it is like, we have something that gravitates us to water. So being at the beach, meditating and just sitting down and being still, you have the opportunity to either be fast or be slow. But people have this perception that they show on TV or when they go out there, they have to do what they've seen or what they think what LA is, but it's totally different. Like you have the hippies, you have the tree huggers, but then you have the people that are, you know, all about chasing the dollar and not knowing who they are. What I realized is that when I went back, I already had a foundation of who I was. So I wasn't going to change. Like I knew when I moved back out there, I had a purpose for a reason. When I moved out there, I was chasing something. So when you have a purpose and chasing something, it's two different things. Because if you have a purpose, you're aligned. When you're chasing something, you're just trying to figure it out. So that's Mm -hmm. the biggest difference that I've had. Mm. When you have a purpose, you're aligned, and when you're chasing something, what do you say? You're out of line. You're you're trying to you're figure out it out. Like you don't know where you're going. It's mm. chaos because mm-hmm. you get distracted so easily because you don't know where your focus is. As long yeah. as you have your mind, you have everything. But when you start seeing things and you start realizing the materialistic that goes on, you mm-hmm. want that because you see it. But to me now, it's like that's cool. But that's not really what fulfills who I am as a person. That's why people mm-hmm. get distracted so easy is because they don't know exactly what they want. They go mm-hmm. out there having this dream in their mind. But once they see something, what you see takes over what your mind wants. And so it's like you, you can't be found until you get lost. So I had to go out there and get lost. Now when I'm back, I've already been founded. You know what I'm saying? Because I found myself. And through this journey of being able to um, be grounded and attach myself to nature and realize the beauty of what California has, 
compared to what they show and what they push, you know, push on TV or whatever. There's two different mm-hmm. sides. Like it's two different worlds. It just depends on what world you want to be in. So what made you like as a child, like, did you know you always wanted to get into acting? Like what like started that? Uh, a best friend of mine, we started modeling like when he was like in high school. And one of his big roles was on Drumline when he was at 18. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I was like, you know what? I've been through enough, I, I've been through traumas of childhood. And it was a way of me expressing some pain and some things that I've dealt with to mm-hmm. let it out. And not only that, is acting also teaches you psychology. Like once you start getting into it, it teaches you like about people, about yourself. So it's deeper. And I realized that it can never be perfected. Like you're always learning, just like your life. Like you're always going to learn if you want to or grow. That's why some actors stay in whatever they are as far as being typecasted or someone like training day. Look at Denzel. Like Denzel proved right. that you know, he can be that guy. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is like when you take that and realize like if you've been living your life the same way the whole time and you don't have the shit that goes on, you're still going to be that same person. But once you have that shift and changes something, then it changes you. You're like, okay, you know what? I can change. Like I have all the ability and I can create my own reality. So with seeing the inspiration from him and knowing that he just did this out of Nashville. We both live in Nashville. This dude's like on drumline and we're young. And he's like, Hey, you know what? I'm about to go to LA. I'm like, well, fuck, if he can do that, I can do that. So just through talking to him, you know, it's like, I, I feel like everyone needs one person. Like you need that one person to inspire you or to motivate you and see greatness. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter who that person is, but as long as you, have a person that you can look up to and feel okay looking up to that person and keep in mind we're only three days apart by birth but the thing is like we connected so strong through brotherhood that i trusted him in the footsteps that he was going to take that i could do the same thing and not only that is that at the time he was mentoring me through levels because um it was meant to be you know it's like when you cross someone naturally and you have like that connection, you don't want to let that go because it could be like a deeper than a brother or a blood sister mm-hmm. or whatever. So when he moved, I flew out there and in my mind, it was what I thought it was going to be. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make a plan for myself. I need to change my environment. I need to just go out there and just see what's out there. And it doesn't matter where it is. It's just like mm-hmm. you, when you hold yourself in this box, you don't know what else is going on. So you get out of that box. And then when you get out of that box, you're like, whoa, you know, everything just kind of, you know, is it's foreign to you. But that's when you find out the type of strength that you have is when, you know, it's right. just you. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's how that happened. When you bet on yourself. Yeah. The stress you is have all the you. answers in yourself. No one else yeah. has answers. But we're not taught to have these answers. And we're not taught to believe in ourselves. So at mm-hmm. 22, 21, I packed up my car, I drove and never did I have a doubt because, you know, when you're young, you're very fearless. Like you don't have anything holding you back. It's just like when you're a kid, you have mm-hmm. all the creativity that is given to you within yourself until older people, as far as like our parents or guardians start conditioning mm-hmm. or controlling us what they think. And when you allow yourself to just get away and be free, 
that's when you realize like the world really is with you as long as you tap in. But if you allow yourself to not grow, then how can you even experience what else is out there? I was wanting to grow because I was an adventurous type of person and I wasn't afraid to take the chance because you could always go back. But if you create the safety net in your mind, then your mind is going to be more powerful than who you are as a person because now mm -hmm. your mind's going to be like, oh, well, if we fail, and that was the thing, is like I used to look at failure negatively. As mm -hmm. I've been on in my older life is that it's just all experiences. Like you have to experience yeah. to find out what it is. Failure way to success. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Like failure is, mm -hmm. failure is success. Pain brings smiles, you know? It's duality. Mm -hmm. Everything's duality. Awesome. Dang. Got it. Cheers to the word. Cheers. <laughs> Where's the bottle of wine? It's out. So this, oh, yeah. is, this is the last bit. I'm done. Ain't no more like here. Yeah. Let me see the port. Tippy. Real. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, too. I'm like, damn, I'm kind of drunk. So you touched on a lot of good things. You touched on a lot of good things because this probably be the three-hour podcast because a few <laughs> months ago I was I was like Aaron like we need to move like we need to be together like I was like on it like I was you remember Aaron I was like Aaron don't talk let me say everything I need to say sure. like let me get it out yeah. and I was like we need to be together we need to move like and I but had I a whole go. spiel but it's crazy because it's like we have so much we both are single mothers we have our children and da, 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 da. so like our mind is like we got to have this stability we got to have this thing we got to have our support system we got to have all this stuff and it's like are we going to take leap of faith are we going to jump out on faith but we're scared because it's like we have this we have grandma we have mom we have all these things that are here to like keep us together but what's going to happen if we just jump yeah. out in a whole new city with nothing you know Think it's fucking stuff. scary but what if what what if we jump out and it's amazing and it's that's, amazing we, we won't ever know yeah that's yeah. the risk you have the to risk. take anybody that's ever been successful has taken a major risk and they didn't go out with the what ifs they went out with mm -hmm. the intention and they set a purpose and they was like mm -hmm. you know what this is going to work. This is going to happen because your mind, mm -hmm. like, again, like we could rebuttal this, your mind has control over everything, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that faith is almost like a, a belief, right? You, you believing, but you don't know. When you know, mm -hmm. move a purpose and you set the intentions and you're like, you know what? This is going to work. And there's nothing else that's going to stop you. And you allow the universe, and you allow your spirit and whatever else, however, like format of religion, that, uh, whatever you believe in, is that as long as you have yourself, you're good. Because the thing yeah. is that nothing else can control what's going on around you but you. And once you're tapped mm -hmm. in, then that that is meant for you to do whatever your destiny is. And so like when you when you go through change, you don't realize how strong you are until you go through that change, until you step out there on that edge. But we're the only person that hold ourselves back because of fear. Mm -hmm. But fear mm -hmm. is actually good because what happens normally is you overcome fear and you look back and it's like, damn, I didn't even know I could do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're your own worst critic. 
And we're yeah. so we're so accustomed to being in this safe zone. And I think a lot of it is through like um our generations as far as like our families, how we're brought up and everything. It's like, mm-hmm. oh no, no, don't go out there and do that. Oh, woo, woo, woo. right. And so what you do is you become stagnant. But once you allow mm-hmm. yourself, like the black sheep, they all say the black sheep wanders off. But the black sheep I feel is, like I'm definitely that. Yeah, I'm the black sheep, it's the right? It's the goat. Yeah, it's the real, right? <laughs> so the know. black sheep are the goats. Yes. Seriously. And so, you know, if, if you have something to your mind and your gut and you feel right about it, that's the true feeling. But we overcompensate mm-hmm. those feelings through our gut because now we second guessing ourselves. And we're like, oh, all these what ifs. But these what ifs weren't even a factor until you started thinking about it. Because you can have a good mm-hmm. thought about something. Now you're like, well, should I or should I not? You know what I'm saying? Why not just go with that gut feeling? It's just like if you meet someone who they show you who they are up front is what it is. But we don't realize that our gut and the way our organs are is connected to our brain. It's the same formation. So your gut feeling really is true, which lines up with your chakras. That's a whole nother level of conversation. But my mm-hmm. point is that if you feel that your desire for change and for the better of you or for whoever that you're bringing along through your journey is true, then it really is true. We're the only ones that will second guess ourselves. Animals don't do it. We're the only species that re- live in regret. And my whole new mantra yeah couple of years ago, well, actually a lot, maybe about a year ago was new thought, new day. And so like, I had a pattern of thinking about my thoughts after they already happened. And it's nothing that I could do about it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's in the past. It's just like driving in the car. It's like the longer you look in every mirror, whatever's behind you starts to disappear. But if mm-hmm. you keep backing up and looking and revisiting those thoughts or whatever you was going through, then yeah, of course, it's going to be a party. But once you decide to say, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to put this bitch in drive and I'm just going to go, then it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, real shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all that. It's like our own worst critic, like, out of everybody else. So that's, again, with social media is that I had a point in my life when I was judging myself and I was beating myself up. And I was like, yo, bro, like, you're a great guy. Like, why are you not in this island living lavish, popping bottles and all this other shit? Because I'm looking at somebody else. And I'm not even looking at myself. <laughs> hey, one time, a good time. <laughs> no, for real. I feel you, though. Like, you're right. You're right. And and sorry to bring it back. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, there's a fine line between the thought and action. That's it. Yeah. Thought it, then it will be an action. If if you see yourself being in a whole new place and changing what you're going through, you have to do that because it's just Mm -hmm. like a job. It's like you can get fired from a job. You're not going to be thinking about that job for four days. You're going to be like, fuck, I got to figure out what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. you, you ain't think about the old job because most likely you didn't came up. You got more bread, mm-hmm. less stress, everything. Mm-hmm. So once you put your mind focused and you have your intentions set throughout the day and you have your goals written down and you're like, you know what? I, I can do this. That's all you need is yourself. Like you don't need anybody else. Yeah. Facts. 
Fuck you socials. Nobody. No, you don't. You don't need nobody. You don't need nobody. Always you, you got all you need. He's always so spiritual and zen. Yeah. Ooh. So, like, um. <laughs> damn. Oh, so, the, so sorry to bring back to <laughs> But there was a thing I saw today on Instagram. But it was about what we were talking about. It was Jonah Hill, the actor. And was he in? He was in Superbad, right? Superbad? Jonah yeah, Hill? Yeah, it sounds like it. So Superbad, watching Superbad over and over made me love movies and want to to write a movie. I love, um, Good. what's his name? Um, damn, what's the wine? It's okay. Well, let's just slide. It's the wine. What's his name? He he wrote super bad. What's his name? You always asking me. Seth Rogen. Seth oh, Rogen. No. Seth Rogen. I I love his movies like Pineapple Express and shit like that. Oh, so, that's a great movie though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I love great. Seth Rogen. I want to be like the female black Seth Rogen, but whatever. So I just always just wanted to like write movies, but. <laughs> Jonah Hill, there was a post and he was like just saying like social media is horrible, like we don't need it, blah 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 blah. So um, but saying that to say, what the fuck am I gonna say? I don't know, we wait. I don't re- I don't remember, but <laughs> uh, get that remember. bottle. <laughs> but but Aaron, we're the shit, okay. And from the beginning, I've been like hospitality queens, like hey, we the shit shoddy. Hey, we making sorry. cocktails and shit. Hey, all that We're out of there. We're out of here. But to the moving shit, it's like we have to like trust in ourselves to know that like we already have it. Like we we literally have it. We have all these years of experience. Like we have the connections. We know how to talk to people. We know how to build relationships. We we literally have everything without fucking Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. fuck that. We literally have it. So we just have to, like, trust in ourselves mm-hmm. and know that we're not going to let ourselves fail. We're not going to do that. Like, that's just not in us. That's just not who we are. So we just have to just tap in and, like, trust that. We we have all the sources that we need. We never lack resources because we are fucking resourceful, and we're just gonna get it done. So, cheers to us. Cheers. Cheers to us. I remember this. And I want to. I want to come to LA. Come. I really want. Hit me up. I feel like. Phone call away. I feel like it's it's where I need to be. It is. I feel like it's because you can be you. And that's what I like about it is that even mm-hmm. though there's a lot of weirdos and a lot of crazy spirits and good spirits floating around, but you, it accepts people for who they are. And mm-hmm. you will find great connections, even though you got to weed out the bullshit, no matter where you go, mm-hmm. whatever the case may it's be. It's shady. It's very shady, but the world's shady. So at the yeah. end of the day, is that, okay, you know what? Whatever you do there, you can create because it's a creative city and a creative platform. So with the mindset of not being an average worker and working for someone eight to five, like I'll, I'll be off work and walking around at 12 p.m. Like, yo, y'all don't work? Like, what's really going on? 
you know what I'm saying? So do you do like auditions and stuff like that? Like do you because take of acting COVID, classes? World freezed up. So you know, this mm. the two years now. So I moved out there right during everything shut down. Epic mm. time, right? But that was a whole new leaf in my life and my chapter turned over to better myself and to evolve myself to who I am, right? So the thing is, is that I wasn't focused on that. And then I realized, like, I get why artists take a minute to step out of pleasing someone or being the entertainment for everybody else mm-hmm. because they got their own personal issues going through or they're trying to discover who they are, whatever the case may be. And I think it was Lloyd, and he had a song called True. And basically, he mm-hmm. was saying, like, he apologized that, you know, he was going through some personal things but he's like, yo, I'm still with y'all. And I gravitate mm-hmm. to that song is because like, I love the craft so much, but at the same time, it's like, you have to find balance. You can't just give your energy to everybody else without giving your own self the energy. And so mm-hmm. sometimes you have to figure out like, okay, what's more important for me? What's going to benefit me at the end of the day? And it was more like mm-hmm. these last two years was the fact that I needed me for me and to realize like, okay, now moving forward, when I step on scene, it's going to be a different person because I've experienced enough to show you this is where I've grown at, or now I can take from what I've learned and apply that. So like whatever we're doing, we're not just doing, unless some people, you know, some people just do things just to do things. But if you're doing something with a purpose and you know that it's with a purpose, you don't have to question yourself. You don't have to ask mm-hmm. yourself, why am I not auditioning? Why am I not acting? I'm not getting representation because it wasn't your time to do that. And we are mm-hmm. so forceful with ourselves that we want to push, 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 but we never sit down and take a minute and be like, okay, let's take this all in. Let's relax. Let's really, really yeah. record things. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I haven't. And I haven't missed anything. Like, it's right mm-hmm. around the corner. I'm, I'm like, if, if I want to jump into the scene, then I have the ability to. I have the credits and stuff like that. But it wasn't my time to do that. And I realized that because I became in tune with myself. And that was my high. Acting was my high at the time because I was running away from what I needed to deal with with myself. And now I'm dealing with myself. It's just like when I, I was smoking weed, right? I went on a mm-hmm. hiatus for two months, first time in my life. And it wasn't, it just came out of the middle of nowhere. My boy was like, bro, like, I'm giving you free weed. Like, you don't want to smoke? I'm like, no, nah, nigga, I'm cool. He's like, well, what happened? He's like, you're a smoker. I was like, ah, I'm good. And I couldn't really explain to him, like, bro, mm-hmm. I'm going through a natural high right now. I'm chasing a journey that I should have been chasing a long time ago, but it wasn't the time and the place for it. So when that shift happened, it was like, I don't need that high. I'm going off a natural high. I'm discovering more out there. My first eye, now my third eye is opening up, and now mm-hmm. I'm becoming or where my solitude is clicking in, I got clarity. So now when I go audition, now I can go with a whole different, a whole different playbook. Like my my play yeah. is completely different. And now I get it. You know, I see why artists take two or three years off. It's because they had to go through what they gotta go through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The world pushes you so much and we push ourselves because we're conditioned for this American dream. That's really mm-hmm. a nightmare, you know. Me and Aaron was just talking about this. It's like, yo, we've been brainwashed <laughs> so bad that we don't realize yeah. that you're saying, dude, you need to do the opposite. You know, it's just, yeah. you know Bring what I'm saying? Yeah. If yeah. they say you're left, I'm going left. I'm going right too hard. 
Like before they even say that, no, I can trust myself, but I can trust them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, put so much trust in everything around us that we don't never put trust in ourselves. What's your favorite saying though? It's the best. Which he one? says, "Which one?" As you know, say like I got him. <laughs> people be acting up. It's the vaccine. It's the vaccine. It's the vaccine got their mind twisted. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hell of mercury in that, and they fucking up. I'm like people getting dumber. Like you think hoeing is an all time high? Stupidity is an all time high right now. He says this is the vaccine burning. I'm like vaccine got people fucked all the way off. Like these niggas all the way up. Like yo, I asked for ketchup. All the way up. <laughs> all the way up. Like all that's a whole nother. Like, it's like this, right? It's like it's bright. It's the like, vaccine. Oh Johnson and Johnson is probably the number one because they talking about get two of them hoes. You hear me? <laughs> the booster and people be ready. Like, I'm ready to get my booster. They like, I want to get my booster. Like, chill, bro. Chill. Like, I was literally at the doctor today with my son. She's like. So he hasn't had any vaccines? No. And he ain't getting none. Like, no. Period. Like, hey, listen, word of I want to keep him as pure as possible. Yeah. As pure as possible. Yeah. Pure. Ooh. Yeah. And people yeah. are like, they'll this sneeze. Bar, oh, I'm vaccinated. Like, I hate that when someone sneezes or coughs. Oh, I'm vaccinated. Well, what that mean? Nothing. Like, I don't care. You still <laughs> that don't mean nothing. I got my mask on because yes, because you you spread it on us. Whatever that was in that vaccine, you giving it to everybody. Like, no, I'm not messing with it. It's real. Like, oh, I'm vaccinated. Okay, so what? I got a fake vaccinated car and I'm not vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I'm trying to get one. Hey, um, boy. <laughs> I'm here. Right. No, me and we and one of my friends are talking about that. He's like, I'm just lying. He was like, I'm just going <laughs> to, he was like, if people ask me, I'm just saying I'm vaccinated because it's cup. It's to. just too much. So it's he was like, lie. I just lie. So I just I lie just and say that I'm vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. I just curve. Yeah. Yeah, you got to curve out some <laughs> bullshit. You know, you got to weed yeah. out the bullshit. You plant the garden, you got to weed it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but. Right. At my serving job, I'm the only one, only server that wears a a, um, a mask the whole yeah. time. Like it's, I come in that bitch mask, and like the owner one day, he was like, I came in and there was no one there, so I didn't have a mask on. And he was like, Oh, I didn't even. I'm so used to seeing you with the mask. And I'm like, Yeah, you reminded me I need to put that shit on because hey. I don't know, I don't know what you got going on. But like, yeah. I'm not playing. Like I have a small child. I'm around my elderly grandmother all the time. Like. Mm-hmm. Vaccinated or not, it's just not a game. So I'm gonna wear my mask every time. But if you can smell a fart through a mask, it ain't work. Holla at me. No, this not guy, the fart. I haven't smelled one. I haven't smelled one yet. Yeah. But he made a good point. He was saying, like, obviously we have to like allow things in the air for us to mm-hmm. get sick to fight it off, which I totally think is a thousand percent sure. Um But it's just like, we don't, I think, I think I like the, I like the mask for the people that need additional help that don't know how Mm -hmm. to be, because it's like, Mm -hmm. it's like almost like a 50, 50. I I do feel like 50%. I do feel like at least 50% is clean and conscious, but I think there's probably a good 50. I can't even get 40, a good 50 that are not, you know? So, but we have to allow ourselves to get, get that sickness as we all know, we'll get Mm -hmm. it. 
and we to see what your body does. Um, and I was I was telling Wendy, I'm like, you should be proud of your body because that body lit. I mean, to be honest, I was disappointed that I got the shit. Okay, I felt like, did you see the Dave Chappelle special? I finally watched it, and he was like, I felt dirty, and I'm like, same. I felt dirty. I was disappointed in my body that I fucking got the shit. I was like, damn, I thought you were doing all that you needed to do. And I felt away for a couple of days that I my immune system was not as strong as I thought to fight it off and to like get it away. But the way I handled it was amazing. I had very minimal symptoms and I was straight. Everybody was like worried. I'm like, I'm I'm cool. Like, I mean, I was I was pretty good. So I'm very thankful and blessed that I was very I, I fought through that shit. Hey, Whitney. So but, this is my deal break right here. Right now, I'm moving forward, right? So it's so when we're on the sudden. If if she says if she's got the vaccine or we're on a date and she got the mask on her face, you out of there. You out of there because. Wait, 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 wait. Come, come, pause, pause. So if she, if you meet her, so you, you, Go to you invite her on a date, right? Yeah, I'm taking a and shot, she, right? And she comes to the restaurant. Yes, just comes to the restaurant with the yeah. mask on. She's and out talking with the mask. And no, 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 no. She comes to the restaurant and she sits at the table. She she sits at the table, but she sits down and takes her mask off. That's okay. cool. That's okay. cool. You gotta take it off. That's okay. cool. Okay. You gotta take it off. Okay. You gotta see all okay. of this. Because that shit right here is important. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But if she says, oh, well, are you vaccinated? I don't even want to talk. I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want to know. Wait, 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 wait. So you don't, you would not date a girl that's vaccinated? No. No. I can't. Because you depending Me. on the government, right? You depend on something that you don't even know. Tell me this. Would you let a stranger walk up to you and say, hey, let me shoot this in your arm? Hell no. Okay, so what's the difference? I mean, but that's kind of the same as like doing crazy drugs. Have you ever done like molly or acid? I've done molly plenty of times. You got one? Me too. I'm saying it's amazing. It's okay though, but I took the risk. It was my risk. I know. I took the risk, it. but it was a great. You know, right you're top of the world. Like, what's talking all the young players? Woo! Hey. But I'm just saying. That's I'm different. just saying. It's, That's not fear. That's not no, fear. It's, it's hype. That's not it's fear. It's a hype it's one. Different. We hyped. Right? They programmed <laughs> us to be fear. If, you, if I can put fear into you, I can control your mind. Facts. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. So... So yeah. you would not date that's a girl like a that's Molly. vaccinated? That's a month. <laughs> you know when that bitch hits you, you said. <laughs> okay, so let me tell y'all. So one of so do you know of uh, drink camps? Do you know what that is? Nah, drink camps. Me so you know who Noriega is, right? The yeah, rapper yeah. Noriega. Yeah, he's on vegan. So too. he, yeah, he has yeah. a podcast. It's called Drink Champs. You have never oh, heard of it? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you slurred your words a little bit. Really <laughs> so drink <laughs> champs drink champs yeah there we go i love it yeah and he always references doing molly and that's 
like on my top thing to do Molly with Nori. I really would love to do Molly with Nori. That's yeah, because he seems so lit. I like, do I, don't, I never, I never really thought about ever doing like Molly again because it's so like you, you have to be like yeah. clear in the mind. I feel like I would think about Jonah. I would be thinking about all this crazy shit if I did Molly again. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, Bitch, I'm here. <laughs> 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 you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah, that Molly part. Like, maybe, not, maybe not maybe not maybe yeah, not but yeah. i would love to meet him and do molly For so sure. i'm just gonna put that in the atmosphere because i feel like he's rich so he would have the good shit it wouldn't oh, be yeah. like here yeah. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a that's difference good shit. Right? yeah there's a difference. Sure, there is difference. a difference 157 always had the fear i'm a shrooms. Yeah. like i just I love shrooms. Shrooms. Microdosing, and that's when mm-hmm. the little journey I tapped in, and things started mm-hmm. very brightful. And I was like, "Oh, okay, bro. Like, let's be great. Let's let's change up mm-hmm. our ways because I'm self. I'm I'm more of a self awareness type of person now. And it's like, yeah. I have conversations, not with myself, but I can because they say geniuses talk to themselves. And so, like, when you start talking to yourself, you become you know, you become in, in tune with yourself. But the thing is, mm-hmm. some conversations I have with other people, they're not there on that level. And they're not willing mm-hmm. to tap into that because there's a reason why it's not made and it's not legal. And they rather poison mm-hmm. what we're drinking and other things, right? It's because once you get to that clarity moment and you start seeing and knowing why we only use to 10% of our brain, but we have the capacity to use it more, the shrooms mm-hmm. allow you allow your cranium to expand more so now you're able to experience more to life so yeah i will i have a fine line of what i would choose to do and participate Mm -hmm. and what i want because i've studied and know like okay you know what if i go down this road then i know what to expect but i don't want to find out on some stuff and it's like when they say a person has a bad trip it's not mm-hmm. a bad trip that that person has. It's that they've been suppressing something so long that yeah. whatever they've done is now surfacing. So it's like smoke and mirrors. Now you're facing yourself, and now you have to deal with yourself. So like I think, I think that with all being said, is that as long as you know who you are and you got your mind, you can you can tap in and dabble. Yeah. What you want to do though, right? Yeah, you're yeah, it's all about mindset. That's what I always been told. You have to be happy, nothing can be going on. Like, and I love shrooms because you don't have a hangover. You could literally wake up the next day and just do what you need to do. Like, yeah. there's no like Molly, you kind of lag a little bit. You may need yeah, to be a recover. Scrambled a little yeah. Bit. yeah. But mushrooms is like you're you're straight. Like I I love mushrooms. It could be in a tea, whatever, but the only thing is just nasty. Like it's just well, disgusting. To chew like, up, yeah, you gotta really like. It's just not good. It's a deep sleep for me. Mushrooms is just not tasty at all. Well, now they got them where it's like a chocolate edible, and I got a friend of mine. His um, his people they they produce them, they manufacture them, so it's like a regular mm. edible. And so when okay. you, it's it's like a white chocolate or dark chocolate, so you don't have that grungy taste to it, and you can microdose. Yeah. Day and I realized like I was I was able to work out, meditate, um, mm-hmm. 
just do whatever I need to do throughout the day. And it was like less stress. It's almost, it's almost like someone that needs to smoke all the time. But to mm-hmm. me, like I think shrooms is way better than weed because of the fact that yeah, to tap the in. The first time I did them, I had like, we were cool, but then like out of nowhere, I had the giggles. I was like laughing, like I could not stop laughing. We were at the beach and I just could not stop laughing. And we just had to go in the house and it was like, this was, I can't remember. So it was the last Olympics that we had, the last official Olympics. And we ended oh, up yeah. watching the Olympics. Yeah, we ended up watching the Olympics on shrooms. And it was amazing. Oh, never done that. Yeah. yeah. It was really, it was really dope. But, um, but yeah, and we, it was just, and I remember like, this is so funny. I remember because when you are on shrooms, you see everything and like, it looks like, what's the word? Um, I can't think of the word, but like we were on what's this? Right? 3D? <laughs> 3D? It was like HD? No, 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 it wasn't HD. It was like um, high definition. No, kaleidoscope, kind of like Ooh. kaleidoscope, like that. So we were at, yeah. yeah, like kaleidoscope. Talk to me. That's intense. Mm. So we were. I was at the beach. We we're on Folly Beach, and everything we're at the folly beach pier and it looked like we were at to me we were on san saint tropez like it looked like totally different so i'm taking all these pictures girl stop <laughs> girl I'm, I'm taking all these pictures so the next day i'm looking and it's like why am i taking all these like, pictures what like, is man. <laughs> it was the moment it was, these, it was normal pictures but in my mind it looked like we were on a oh, whole but- different thing it was so beautiful. I'm like, wow, this is so beautiful. I'm snapping, snapping, snapping. And it was just regular ass pictures the next day. It was epic. But <laughs> pictures like a tourist. That's awesome. Amazing pictures. But awesome. when you're on it, everything that. is a different view. It was, it looked like I wasn't on Saint Tropez. Like I was on the shrooms like it was crazy it was I be going on. Wow, no here, man. hey cheers to the shroom life though that is cheers to the shroom life hey, y'all have a good night it's the best yeah. cheers, cheers, for real cheers. do it in a controlled environment with someone that you trust for real like it's really a good experience i had the best time mm. ever it was it was lit and I still have the pictures on my phone. I still oh, have the pictures from that day. Can we get a post for that tomorrow? Because I'm diving. Yeah. But one of the pictures did come out cool with the sand. Okay. It did come out cool, but it wasn't sand. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm in a whole yeah. other country that's right now. It was beautiful. That's It was beautiful. Awesome. I wish I was there with you. That sounds magical. I know. Yeah. I was with Amber. She's gonna come on the show. We're gonna talk about it. Yes, had Amber. A whole... when you Amber in November, I think Cross yeah. is gonna come on in November as well. So it was a whole thing because we have so many funny stories about watching the Olympics and we watched Family Feud, like all this stuff that we were watching on streams. It was amazing. I love it. I'm here for it. So yeah, wow. <laughs> Shout out to the party favors. <laughs> if you guys have listened for a while. We love a good party favor. We don't always like go in depth of how great the party favors are. And if you want to know that, um, you're going to have to get some bonus content for that that you will have to pay for. You want to know. 
the I, wine did it today. I was just like extra curricular okay. activities. Um, but make sure you guys check us out on YouTube. And if you had a great trip somewhere mentally, physically, party favor, influence, whatever that is, we would love to know. Email us at H-E-Y-H-Q-S at gmail.com. Slide up in the DMs at hospitality underscore queens on Instagram. Uh, we want to know your stories. We want to know your dating stories as well. If you have shot your shot at work, we need to know because yeah, tell us. So I, we can know what to do. We want to, okay. We, we need to know what's working for shooting your shot. Don't be afraid. Oh. Shoot the shot. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. We didn't ask you a success story of shooting your shot. Oh, Tell success us what happened. Story. Do you have a success story? Of like when you just shot your shot. And it worked out. Oh, right. All my stories have been successful shooting shots. It last. I mean, if um, you got to. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. At least second date. Always a second date. Always uh, bet, a second date. Bet, you know? bet. It's right. a mental stimulation. Um, as long, as long as you feel confident and you know you're you're secure with who you are and know that you're able to tap on all kinds of subjects you should not not be able to shoot your shot um mm-hmm. as far as my last time that I shot my shot it's been a while because I've been shooting my shot at myself so now mm-hmm. I'm back to the program and got guns loaded and ready to shoot shots we're about to find out so when I come back next time, Wow, I'm gonna let you know what kind of shot I took as we scratched it back out. What do what do the rappers be doing? I feel they be doing something I can't think of it right now. Oh no. That's that reggae though. Yeah, boot the boot. Wait, wait, wait. So I need you, we need to help us because the whole time I've been thinking, what's gonna be the name of the episode? What's gonna be the name of this episode? Because we touched on so many different themes. Gotcha. Um, you need it right now off the impulse? Right now. Because mm. wow. we got to turn it in and we don't ever be knowing. This is the hardest part of yeah, having like, a podcast is the episode names, believe it or not. It's so many things. I got it. Put it on the table. Put it on the table. Love it. That was pretty good. Put yeah. it on the table. Talk about it. Let's get it out there. I love that. Yeah. Great one. Great. Yeah. Right. Let's I took my put shot. Put it on the table. <laughs> put it on the, put it on the <laughs> table. That's it. Everything's on the table. You had your wine on the table. You got your microphone on the table. You got your notepad on the table. Everything is on the table. Everything's on the table. Mm. Our drink the table. Today, so. Starts at the table. My drink was on the table, table when I walked in. You know? Ooh, yeah. okay. That's the hospitality. Drink on the table yeah. when you walked in. Hey. All right. Yes. Okay, yes. so earlier you did talk about listening to Lloyd. I love music. Who are some of your like favorite artists or you know to listen to? Right now I'm on a I'm on a uh, Afrobeats. Right now I'm on a different okay. Yeah, I'm on okay. Afrobeats. Um I'm I'm changing up what I used to listen to because I'm a different person, right? So mm-hmm. you start changing up and you start tapping in. I think you start finding stuff more mellow, softer, and not so mm-hmm. erratic in that vibration level as far as the frequencies. Because like once you start realizing that music had been changed from a frequency level, then you start mm-hmm. tapping into the original frequency level, which creates a higher vibration level, right? So I'll mm-hmm. always rock reggae music, uh, SoCal, 
definitely Afro beats more on like a on a vibe level as far as just mm -hmm. something with a substance so my spotify is it's long range and that's what i'm saying it's like once you get outside the box then everything else starts falling in place and it's like yeah. you are what you think you are what you listen to you are what you eat you know what i'm saying who you have around you is who you are it's like smoking mirrors yeah so the thing is is like um, I rather listen to something that allows me to like either meditate or vibe to. So I don't want to mm -hmm. listen to some crazy music and not be able to like have like some great thoughts because that is energy that you're taking from someone else. So if I'm listening to trap music all the time, you you're gonna feel that type of way or your your vibration level is not gonna be aligned. If I'm listening yeah. to something based off of something that has a good meaning. And just the other day, I was watching. Um, I was watching uh, a. Um, I don't want to say Joanna, but it was similar to Joanna by Afro B. Mm -hmm. And I was watching the video, and I really broke it down because of the fact that when you're watching these videos that are shot in other countries, as far as where we come from and our ancestors, is that they have a vibrant feel to it. Like the colors of what they wear, they don't exploit women. They're not popping bottles and drinking and throwing money. A lot of bunch mm -hmm. of crazy ass dancing going on. It was just a, a cool, smooth feel of music. And so listening to music and then watching the video, I connected to it because like it was a story being told. And so I rather mm -hmm. watch something where there's substance. You know, it's always about substance. It's just like if you can give yourself a substance that's gonna be positive to you then you're going to want that because of the fact that you see how that made you feel you know when you listen to certain music it makes you feel a certain way so like yeah in the morning time like i'll, I'll choose to listen to um it, it's called egyptian harp like a harp like you know a harp and it's very soothing or meditating to something like that mm -hmm. because it's giving it's giving you that harmony and the thing is mm -hmm. like what we see and what we vision is is like part of who we are. And so like now I'm more conscious of the type of music that I want to listen to in my day. So if I start off in my day listening to like some, some yoga music and I'm just gathering my thoughts and my intentions, two intentions for the day, then now I've set that pace for my day. But if I'm listening mm -hmm. to crazy talking about some weird shit, now like I'm, I'm all discombobulated because that's not really who we are. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like we've been pushed away and been torn down and broken to what they want us to do because it distracts us and keep us off from that beat. But I try to Dang. find that's really deep and really soothing to our soul because, like, think about it. When we listen to Latin music or we listen to something that's Afrocentric, we start to vibe to that. Yeah, and it's just natural. You find it in your body and your soul. And it's just mm -hmm. like food. It's like soul food. is It's deeper than what what they name it as is because it was really feeding our soul and there was this documentary that i watched on netflix and i think it's called a hog of the high or something like that and the guy yeah yeah, yeah it's based most of it i think some of it's based in charleston or south carolina yeah. where yes, I'm from, a lot right, of right now that yeah yeah, a lot of it was. yeah. Mm -hmm. so when you put this connection in and when you start looking at like how beautiful and how like powerful we were and we were kings and queens like i really like put my mind to something like that and be able mm -hmm. to like 
have that have that as my fuel compared to something that they're controlling the commercial music that's going on. So mm -hmm. to say everything is that like I, I explore different realms of music because I don't know. But once mm -hmm. I tap into it and I just vibe to it, I'm like, okay, you know what? Sometimes you want backup background music. Background music yeah. does play a part. That's why they say classical music when you listen to it and you take a test. And it was a study that they did that people were able to test higher with classical music is because of that fourth mm -hmm. or its frequency. So I try to be more conscious and aware of what I'm listening to. Now, granted, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going out, yeah, I'm going to turn up. I'm going to listen to this, but not on an everyday basis. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that, it does affect your energy. So it does. Yeah. All together, yeah. reggae. I saw reggae music. Yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, reggae music is a vibe. Um, but no, you're right. I saw this girl. She said that like um she wanted to attract love and stuff like that. So she only wanted to listen to like R and B and like old school, like not like Summer Walker or some shit like that. But um, but that's true. But sometimes, like I love like '90s R&B. Mm -hmm. Like today, I'm listening to like Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then there's sometimes I do want to listen to Twenty One Savage though. Yeah, yeah. I do Savage Mode too. That's my shit. But yeah. I do want to listen to that sometimes. I just I like that like hard like trap that's shit. Crazy. Even though that's not even my life, but I just I just like it. But for the most part, I want to listen to R&B. Or sometimes I want, I want to listen to, like, some festival crazy shit that's mm -hmm. not anything. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just all, all over the place for me, yeah. what I like to listen to. Yeah. It's like whoever but. controls the narrative controls the story. So, like, mm -hmm. if I'm pushing a certain type of music on the radio and that's the only choice you have, you're going to start mm -hmm. to want that just think about this it's like there's a song that you probably don't even like but you find yourself singing that song you find yourself being like okay it's growing on me and why is it growing on you because you keep hearing it and the only reason why is because it's pushed on you so if Ooh. it's boring you're gonna be like uh, i'm not fucking with it you know what i'm saying it's like my homeboys they can get in a car i'm with afrobeats like bro what are you listening to not to say that this has happened but i know it could mm -hmm. possibly happen because it's so foreign to them that they're accustomed and being programmed to listen to some type of music that give them a certain type of vibration. But if I'm listening to something for me and they get in and they feel the vibe, they're like, damn, what is that? Shazam. You know what I'm saying? Because they want to know what that is because they felt something from that song or them lyrics. I just had an experience with a friend of mine. He went through this whole little breakup, whatever. And I was listening to Bad Habits by Usher. And he was like, bro, turn it off. I was like, nah, he's talking to me. You know what I'm saying? I was like, he really talking to me. Like, deal with it. Erin's like that. She was like, <laughs> I was, I, I'm like big on like motivational things. Yeah. So I'll send her a lot of that. Like, his name is Les Brown. He's like a motivational speaker. I, I listen to it. Yeah. 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 I listen to it before I go to sleep and when I wake up. And she was like, it was just too much. I can't listen to it. He was really like talking shit to me. And I'm like, yeah. but that's what we need to hear. Like we yeah. need to hear that person like give it we're to us raw. The truth about yeah. we're afraid yeah. of it. the thing is yeah. that you're able to accept it, then now mm -hmm. you know like, okay, I need to make change. 
it, it comes mm-hmm. in mysterious ways. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think we, we walk around not wanting to be faced with the truth. But once you find mm-hmm. the truth, like they say, the truth will set you free. It has nothing to do with what we've been told. It really has to do with you. And when you find truth, whatever truth to you is, is truth. You don't have to explain mm. it to anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Free. Shit. Hey. Ooh. It's the truth. truth for me. I know. So, this is funny. I already forgot what you said the, the name of. I wrote it down. Put it on the table is the name of the podcast show. You guys make sure you check us out. SoundCloud. Come on. Uh, podcast, Google Play, um, Spotify, and YouTube so you can see your beautiful faces and check us out on Instagram. I am Get Toned with E on Instagram. And I'm Whitney White One underscore. Yes, and we're hospitality underscore queens. Make sure you send us an amazing email. Uh, (laughs) Our number one song in 2022 and 2021, right? came out, The Essence. from uh oh oh that's the number one song number one number one he just makes you want to that's gonna that's gonna be on an island naked that's gonna be all the um the barbecues the family reunions (laughs) everything for the next a million gajillion years that song's never gonna go old never never i'm I'm happy i don't even never he made that song is that song is forever gonna be a vibe forever forever and ever okay so you don't need no other body period so when we hit that uh mixtape remix you already know queenie is gonna be on that i'm i'm manifesting my mixtape yes manifest i'll be your <laughs> manager you remember twista that song let me be your manager yeah i'm down for you guys i'll be the manager i'm i'm mixtaping it okay period i sing and i rap what's up <laughs> oh my god she sings and she raps so you hey, need to go to LA you gotta, be, you gotta be like a triple threat at this point I feel like the game's so tough I I can sing, rap, dance salsa okay y'all don't want none of this smoke oh you don't want none of that salsa smoke Erin got it for you okay she oh, got it for like, you I got y'all oh, Period. Yeah. Period. That's a fact. So make sure you guys check us out. I hope you guys enjoyed this amazing show. I know it was a fun one, but I know you guys are gonna get some. I'm good drunk. Life. Hey, you deserve it. Happy move. You made it, Shotty. Hey, hey, hey. Put a jam on and dance out for you to bed. Mm. 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 <laughs> I'm like literally trying to keep my eyes open. Okay. Get, get your ass out. Put one of those amazing outfits on and shoot your shot. I'm going out one day. All right, we're waiting on it. I'll tell y'all about the story if that will happen. I bet. I'm waiting. All right, y'all. Until next time. Peace.